Okay, so before we go to the regular intro, I should warn you that this week's general discussion does have some discussion of weight management, and I know that's triggery for some people. Also, this week's interview does have some discussion of abuse, gaslighting, and other unpleasant topics of that nature. So, listener discretion is advised. Just figured I'd better tell you. Hi, folks. This podcast is recorded in a house with animals. Our uh, elder cat is currently on my desk, and he will make noise. He is sort of murping thoughtfully at the moment. Hey, Bubba. Yeah. Uh, But the dogs might show up and the chickens are asleep. If we hear the chickens, we have other problems to worry about, honestly. Yes, Yes, Smokey. Uh, The other thing to mention is that we swear a lot. Sometimes when the cat steps on sensitive places rampaging through the room. Which happens more often than one would like to admit to. Yes. I mean, cats. Hi, I bet they can hear you purring. We will not say anything particularly explicit, but we have to tag the show as explicit in case one of us swears. Yes. Kevin, meanwhile, is snuggling Smokey, and... This is apparently what he wants. So welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 126. I have a great interview with Jake B. later this episode. Uh, It was really informative, and there were a couple technical challenges, but we soldiered through. And it, it really good stuff in this one. Really happy to be sharing this one with everybody. Uh, As for me, I am just plugging away at work. I have direction on my project. I have things that need to get done. I am comfortably ensconced in my rut. All right, back in a good rut. Yep. And then I'm finding that now that I've gotten... Here you go, buddy. You can get down now. There you go. Uh, I'm finding that as I get more and more into things, like into my rut, I'm able to find that extra space that I didn't have in an on-call role before. Mm -hmm. So I can do things like, I don't know, it's... 3 p.m. Well, okay, it's 3.30 because I've just gone and gotten the teenager from school. And uh, it's time to put all the ingredients in the bread maker for the bread that I've been making for dinner or in and around dinner since you bought the bread maker. There was a store closing sale and I went and among the big liquidations was a miniature bread maker from Zojirishu which I got for 70% off, which is a really good price. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm skeptical of bread makers because usually, you know, they you use them twice and then you don't. And Kevin has been making bread. Like, I, I have daily. gone so far as to uh, begin, hopefully, what is another sourdough starter? Yes, our late lamented sourdough starter Bob passed away. Yeah, uh, did not make it past our trip to Africa. Yes. Uh, so we've I've, we've got a, I've got another one. Hopefully, a couple more days it'll be ready. It doesn't take long, and we'll see how that goes. Because I have a nice recipe for sourdough that's made for bread machines, and we all know that the most important part of a sourdough is the starter. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's it's doing its thing, and I haven't peeked at it today. But I guess I don't know if I need to peek at it today. 
I, don't look at me, man. I don't it's know another pet. It. Uh, you know, just it's a pet. You, I, I guess it's it's not like a pet where you eat the whole thing. It's more like a chicken where it produces things yeah. you eat. Yeah, like yeah. like your starter is laying eggs, or yeah, something like that. Let's just go with that. We'll go with that. It's disturbing otherwise. For a while, when we had the first one, he wanted to name the bread Bob as well. And I was like, no, once you cook it, you don't. it doesn't have a name anymore. <laughs> Cooking removes the name. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that. And, and having come to a more practical understanding with some livestock, yes. uh, I, I see the wisdom in that. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've been uh, just doing my thing, mostly. Uh Writing, uh, I'm trying, I've been, uh, the only real change up is that I've been walking 20 minutes a day on the treadmill because yes. I felt like doing something. And I read while I do it. I've been working through the works of PJ, PG Wodehouse. Again? What do you mean again? I thought you already read them all and now this would be a, a reread. No, no, I read most of the Jeeves and Wooster books. Ah. He wrote a lot more. There's an entire series that I have not read that I've just started. I did reread some of the Jeeves and Wooster books because they are a delight of the written language. And <laughs> I, you know, would love to write a set of fantasy novels in that particular style, but it's hard to do. <laughs> you You have to have a really... A remarkable very, ear. A specific, it's a very specific thing. Yes, and, and furthermore, you have to have a character that can pull it off without being super obnoxious. So, uh, yeah, I, I and and if you do, it's too obviously Wodehouse anyway. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, some people, you know, carve out their particular little spot, and uh, we all go, okay, that's Wodehouse's now. Um, right. But anyway, yeah. I mean, 20 minutes a day with the elevation up a little, it's, I, I know, it's one of those things where I know I feel better if I exercise a little, even just the 20-minute walk, and I still find lots of excuses not to, even though I know I will feel better, um, because, you know, I'm fundamentally lazy, so. Yeah, well, there seems to be this constant prescription when someone comes in with depression, and here we go, and the first thing a doctor tells you is to lose weight and walk more, or exercise yeah. more. Well, if you come in, in fat, they don't even ask if you exercise. They just tell you you need to exercise more. So people will go in and be like, yeah, okay, I run 5K marathons on the weekends. And they'll be like, okay, well, obviously you eat too much. No. Yeah. 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 Don't even get me started on medicine while fat. Uh, as someone said, yes, being fat does seem to lead to a shortened lifespan because doctors don't listen to your medical problems and no one catches them because their cure to everything is you're fat. Yeah. I mean, if I was talking to my buddy Wallace, uh, and uh, who is a big pro wrestler, former pro wrestler, yeah, big Matt, dude. Matt is not a small dude. Yeah, and yeah. I don't mean like, you know, like pro wrestler build. Big dude, uh, six foot, God knows what. Oh yeah, and uh, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I, we could go in with a severed arm, and the doctor would be like, "Have you tried losing weight?" Like, actually, they'd probably you know compliment you for having dropped fifteen pounds of arm. <laughs> right. I mean, it's 
So, yeah. Probably should have put a, I did not know this was weird. I'll put a warning about weight discussions, because I know that yeah. can be triggery for people. Uh, it really can. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry to have, have gone off into that direction. Um, yeah. The, uh, and... I don't actually so much have a desire to lose weight to be thin as to uh, I'm feeling sort of flabby and getting in my own way-ish. And it's, uh, it's I, the, a, sh- the ship has sailed to the point where I will ever be svelte. And honestly, I'm kind of okay with that. Because, I'm okay with that. Good. Because <laughs> you're the only other person whose opinion matters. And it's like, you know, I'm over 40. I'm not going to commit my life to marathon running. I have no interest in the kind of grossly restrictive diets that cause temporary weight loss, then you put it all back in again. Oh, yeah. It's like, I might try the thing where you stop eating after 8 o'clock for a bit and see if that does anything. That's not something I can do. No, you can't do it because, in fact, all the things say don't do this if you're diabetic. Yes. (laughs) So... May it actually be a bad idea for you, Miss. I've been uh, pre-diabetic. Well, apparently this is the last chance I'll have to try it. Oh, that's fair. So that's fair. Anyway, and anyway. you know, realistically, I'll also probably fall off the wagon in two weeks. But uh, eh. yeah, the yeah. at least the walking makes me gets the blood mm-hmm. pumping a little. And I I was noticing I felt better when I went out and moved some mulch around, even if it wasn't much, and. Just, you know, your body is like, oh, hey, physical activity, let's start kicking things out. But that doesn't work for everybody. Mm. You got bad knees, don't walk for 20 minutes. You'll hurt yourself, you know? Sometimes yeah. you just can't do shit, and that's life. Uh, yeah, I, the the we've had storms today, and the pressure changed, and my ankle has been uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And over portions of the day, yeah. Our buddy Shepard, who uh, uh, was just here, is, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, the barometric pressure changes just destroy her. Yeah. And we've been up and down. It's been, you know, a rough week because mm-hmm. that throws everything out of whack. The yeah. truth is getting old means that you really can tell what the weather's going to be like in your joints. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it might be the weather in Guam, but you can tell. Oh, I hear they got a lot of tree snakes there. Yes. Uh, as a as a side note, um, thinking of Shepard, we did do a Kevin and Ursula eat. I don't know if it was particularly cheap. But um, it was certainly fresh. Yes. Uh, um, well, actually, it was a lot of sausages and bacon and whatnot, so fresh may be the wrong term, but uh, full English breakfast that uh, yeah. our, our buddy Shepard was kind enough to cook for us, and it was delightful. Mm-hmm. And nowhere near as as drunkenly not safe for work as our normal. It was not nearly as physically punishing. Uh, like, I think we all went and slept for like four hours. Or, or at least, yeah, we, we, we digested for a while. There was, there was uh, yeah. a large rest after that one. But uh, it wasn't the, oh God, I feel incredibly ill, you know, yeah. all night. Sorrow, and, so. you know this. This is this. This happens as as we have been adjusting our lifestyles for the fact that we are getting older and cannot do some of the things that we did when we were younger, like drink heavily and eat all kinds of things, and get up the next day and just be like, "Let's go." Although I want to give us credit, mm. 
we went to fucking Tibet. Yeah. Uh, the proofs oh, yeah. came in for the Tibet book, and, and one line oh. that I wrote, actually, I think I was on to something, which is, no, it turns out I cannot climb a mountain in Tibet, but I went to Tibet to find it in the Himalayas, yeah. but I went to the Himalayas to find that out. Right. Yeah, no. It's, there's there's really no shame in being at thirteen thousand feet and being like, yeah, I'm not, I I can't go up that thing. <laughs> at that point, you're like, yep, yeah, but I'm still at thirteen thousand feet, not dropping dead. So, so that's hey, pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty amazing. Books are getting written. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been. Uh, uh, trying to do the thing where I switch up with other projects that are not writing fantasy novels. So, uh, because I always find that when I switch to something wildly different, uh, either format or like um, working on a comic script that a friend of mine and I had been talking about collaborating on, uh, I can whip out a thousand words on that in, you know, standing on my head because it's yeah. just different. Uh, if I go to write nonfiction about, uh, you know, writing or gardening, which are the two sort of projects I have going at any given time, thousand words standing on my head. Uh, so. And then there's the thing that you have to have the deadline on and (sighs) 50 words is pulling teeth. Well, once I can, once I get going, uh, I, I get there, I did my requisite 1200 words today. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as I get 2,500 words done a week. The book should be done on time. On time, right on. And uh, yeah, and I'm starting to figure out what the what the resolution will be. Well, that's good because the last draft I got to read, none of that was sorted yet. It's still not sorted. I just kind of figured out the next sort of mental landmark. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's what they discover. All yeah. right, cool. And mm-hmm. then they do a thing. Yay. And there, there's, there is something that uh, I was going to save for later, but I, I think I'm going to bring up now. I was talking to a former interviewee, Corey Large, this weekend as we were doing a catch-up interview. You'll get that next month, folks. And was asking about your, and, and she was asking about your process. Hmm. Uh, and how much detail do you want? I. I mean, if we want to save it for a month and go into great detail, uh, we can do that. Uh, but if you could give a Cliff Notes version for now. Well, uh, the problem is that what the process is depends on kind of what you're asking. Like, I go and I write a thousand words a day. That is my process. But that doesn't tell you anything about how I plot the book or yeah. what I fig- how I figure out what to write next. Uh, and, yeah, so I don't even necessarily know how it is that I sit and write a sentence and then I know what the next sentence will be. I assume that if you want to be a writer, you have figured that out for the most part, <laughs> that you are capable of writing a sentence and then being like, and then this ha- this is the next thing. Um, it, because otherwise, yeah, I, th- that is the bit that I don't know how to teach. Like, grammar can be fixed... Yeah, uh, dialogue tags can be saved, but if you stare at a page and it's not even, I have writer's block, but a, I do not know how to write a sentence and then know what the next sentence is. I, I don't know if that's teachable. I well, yeah, also that's... I'm not a teacher. That's not a skill set I have. Yeah, that oh god no. 
No, I admire no. people who can, but the whole thing about those who can't teach is a blazing lie and an offensive one, frankly, because teaching is an entire skill set. And a very specialized one. Yes, and one of the things that uh, drove this home for me not that long ago was watching Bob Ross. Uh, they play him at the dentist's office because oh, yeah. it's incredibly soothing. Bob Ross is, you know, talking to you. And so when I was having a stressful run, I was like, look, why don't we just put Bob Ross on, on the background? Which is what we did. And the no one is ever going to say Bob Ross was a genius level painter. He was not. But he was incredibly good at presenting information and technique in an understandable way yeah and uh, expressing it in in sort of digestible mental chunks and i it's it's impressive if you have ever been in the situation where you're trying you're like someone just asked you to teach a workshop and you're trying to figure out how to present information uh it's not that's not a thing that you just know how to do no oh uh, uh, no it it took me i a while to learn how to do it, both for uh, teaching classes, both for giving talks at uh, different events, uh, for presenting to you know even a friendly audience. It's it's a thing. It, yeah. It's a whole thing, and it's it's a skill I had to work on. And whereas I am basically, you put me on a panel. I'm a very good stand-up comedian. I am a t- shit teacher. Right. Uh, and this is not a skill app. My mom's a teacher uh, for years and years, taught art classes on printmaking. And don't talk to her about Patrick Nagel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because she was doing that in the 80s, wasn't she? Yeah, the, the 90s. Just the 90s the, in Everyone 90s. wanted to be Nagel. Yeah. Yes, and so she has a very jaundiced view. But... Uh, <laughs> but all that uh yeah teaching is is a remarkably hard thing i can that all that said if we have a show later where we want to get into the nitty-gritty of writing i can try uh my best okay but it yeah it's it's going to be a lot of me rambling and I mean, you might want to just interview me or something and call that the interview. I don't know. I, well, we are overdue for an interview with you. I don't think we've actually done a real interview with you in since the beginning. No. Well, I my life, you know, hasn't changed that much. And you've all been abreast of all the changes. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be nice to kind of condense it down into one. So, well, I will, I will schedule something. Okay. I'll have my calendar talk to your calendar. Uh, if by that you mean you tell me how about I interview on this day and then I immediately forget it, that sounds great. That's why I was going to send you an invite to your Google Calendar so it pops up at you. I don't use Google Calendar. I thought you did on your iPad. Uh, if it, I, what? How do I, I I don't use it, I use Fantastical. Right, which talks, I thought, to Google Calendar on the back end. I've never asked it to. We'll take a look later. Oh, God. Is this another one of these things where you're like, the app will do it? Like, I'm trying to address a bunch of packages, and Kevin's like, well, you can put it all into Google addresses. And I'm like, or I could do it all in Word, which I know how to use and doesn't involve me downloading an entire new app and then forgetting it for 12 months. It's not an entirely new app. It's just there in Google. 
It's like a click button on Gmail. But I never go to the Gmail page. You can use the one in Thunderbird, too. Oh, God. Yeah, they're... they're, they're I am going to become the 70-year-old lady whose computer you have to fix who is doesn't even have a computer. It's just a Texas Instrument calculator with googly eyes. Yes, quite possibly. <laughs> I know a couple people like that, people who are, who are part of the modern age now, and were, they have email. They don't like using it. They, they steadfastly refuse to get better at it. It's very frustrating sometimes to work with them. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, we want to, we, we have streamlined this process so you can just pay online and, oh, no, 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 where do I mail the check? No, no, we do not handle paper money that way anymore. Uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Let's try not to be that person. Uh yeah, I, I promise nothing. I I will do my best. I, I don't mail checks. I, I like paying things online. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, if in five years everybody's, like, plugged into a cranial jack and it's like, yeah, just think your PayPal code, yes, I'm going to be annoying and be like, I don't understand the horizontal and the vertical. And <laughs> every time I try to start thinking, I wind up on a spamware site or... I get distracted, and the last time I put in the cranial jack, I went to TV Tropes, and the EMTs had to come after four days. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that that would be the real danger, right, is is you fall down that wiki hole, yeah. and then it's been three days, and the entirety of, of Wikipedia and TV Tropes is on your brain, but you haven't actually left. Uh, yes, and, yeah. you know, yeah, you're emaciated and your kidneys have failed. So uh, I will, yeah. Anyway, never anyway, be an early adopter on the on the wetware. No, no, none of, none of that. And and so <laughs> maybe we should like go talk to an interview. <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk to Jake, who actually, uh, because of uh, some physical difficulties in their life, has to uh, be aware of some of the the assistive technologies out there. And we will talk to Jake about this right after. Oh, this. Hi, folks. I am here today with Jake, and Jake has been gracious enough to offer themselves up as a interview. Although right now, uh, the most fun they're getting out of my uh, out of the interview is that they get to see uh, Sergey the cat be all "I love the microphone and I love you." So, uh, so anyway, uh, Jake is going to tell us about how they stay productive and all that sort of stuff. So Jake, why don't you do a much better job introducing yourself than I just <laughs> did and ignore the fact that the only thing you can see on the camera is inside Sergey's ear. It's a very flattering view. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Jake. Uh, I am a 
late 20-somethings human um, (laughs) who works as a sysadmin, tech minion, help desk human. Um, I also do freelance art and some activist stuff in my free time. Mm -hmm. Um, I am polyamorous and living with two very lovely humans, a cat and a dog in the wilds of the greater Boston area. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I am a disabled and chronically ill person and managing all sorts of fun mental health stuff like ADD and depression and anxiety and all that good stuff. Um, and have approximately, you know, 3 million too many hobbies, yeah. which all of which keeps life very interesting and very busy. Wow. I'm, I, I can't write fast enough to keep up. Uh, if I, if I used a keyboard for taking notes, it would just all be bang to collect, to collect, to collect, to collect. Um, yeah. So with all that going on, how do you keep yourself organized? All right. So how do I keep myself organized? Uh, try to grasp my sanity mm. and keep it close to close to me as much as I can. Um, <laughs> mostly given up on that. But uh, no, the, I, when I was actually keeping all my notes and pulling everything together for this, because I can't keep a thought longer than 20 seconds in my brain. Right. It's a lost cause. Um, I, I took a look and I was like, actually, the tools are used are far and few in between and actually mm-hmm. not that many of them. Um, I tend to prioritize things that are really flexible and easy to drop and pick back up or use in multiple ways for when I'm feeling great and also for the days where I'm feeling much less great. Um, So the list of tools is actually fairly short and the list of habits and uh, sort of practices that I put in place, I was like, I continue to generate things and this list is already really too long. So let me stop. But um, it's all about the coping, right? It's all yeah. about, you know, adjusting to the needs of the moment. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, and all of the chronic illness stuff I've had has been kind of there since I've been out in the world as, mm-hmm. a, as a small kid, but has been building in intensity and interestingness and unpredictability. Um, <laughs> so I hadn't actually realized how much, how many coping systems and habits I had put into play, which is Actually, the really cool part of, of doing this interview. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So the tools themselves, um, Google calendars, mm-hmm. of course. There's a, I've been on Google since I was in high school some amount of time ago. Um, <laughs> um, there's, there's also a joke in the, in the polyamorous community that Google calendars is really the thing that enables polycules to stay together and function. And in this case, pretty true. I yeah I can imagine. Uh, I have friends who are poly elsewhere, and they're just like, oh yeah. And on this night, I'm spending the night with this person, and the other night, and I'm like, I'm glad you have a calendar. I could not oh, keep yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have no idea what I would do on paper. It's mm-hmm. so much easier to be like, I'm sharing with you my main calendar. You can ignore most of it. This will be used for the purposes of pet care or yep. us getting together with a date so I don't run into however many other people we're trying to slot into our lives. Yep. 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 Um, the other thing I use in large part because I can use it from any computer that has access to the internet mm-hmm. to some degree without the internet um, is Asana. Oh yeah. That's yep. a great yep. tool. I've been using it for God since like 2012 at this point. So quite a few years um, mm-hmm. I'm way overdue for a big cleanup of all of the to-dos that I have lost somewhere in the depths of <laughs> not quite black hole that it's become. But uh, yeah, it's I really like it because it's flexible. You can reorganize things. 
as soon as I go, I've written task A, now task B. Oh, wait, task C should go between the two for whatever reason. So I really like that. Um, I also love that I can attach things to each individual task um, and set due dates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And sending stuff over for my email has been really lovely. I know there's a bunch more things that they've added that I could also be trying to make it work in a more automated fashion with things, <laughs> but I have completely lacked the time or interest or spoons to um, really get into oh, yeah. that more deeply. Yeah. And and you can use it. That's the nice thing about Asana is you can use it in that sort of simple, it's a to-do list that with some nice drag and drop and email in, or you can use all those power features. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been really lovely. I as soon as I tried to get really too deep, and that's honestly the case with a lot of the systems I use, mm-hmm. um, I start losing track of what I put where and what the organizing structure is, or I've changed my mind and something stops working, and I want to do something different. Um, I forget who has come on the show, but a couple of people have repeated this. They go after a couple of months or a certain amount of time, the system stops working. Yeah, and that the structure pieces for me stop working fairly mm-hmm. quickly. So keeping things at a shallowish level seems to work best for me in that in that way. Cool. Yeah. I I actually find the same thing. I I when I started the new job, I was like, I'm going to set up the here's the project for work, and here's this project. And I've got this, and then I realized that yeah, I'd over organized. Like people don't realize over organizing is a thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I also very frequently find myself going, let's add this other step to this process that'll help me remember more things because I can't keep anything in my head anymore. And then I go, that's too complicated. It's taking too long. Let's simplify this and right? take a step back. So yeah, overcomplicating things is a, is a real problem. Yup. Yep. I find myself doing it and then mm-hmm. try not to do it and then find myself doing it again. And it kind of just bounces between the two extremes. Yep. Yeah, I, I have that same problem myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, Google Calendar, Asana, what else? Or is that Asana, like it? Uh, <laughs> What was that? Or is that like it? No, no, there's there's a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I I also made the mistake of using Asana for both work and personal stuff. So oh, yeah. I might need to go elsewhere, but for now, it's, it's still working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, in terms of other things that I unfortunately use for both, or fortunately, <laughs> um, Gmail, of course. Right. I am blessed with having never had to deal with Outlook for a work situation. Oh, so lucky. So lucky. Yep. yep. I mean, Gmail has its own issues to administer, namely all of the uh, all of the email group managements as a sysadmin is yep. something of a nightmare. Uh, more so now that it's been automated and talks with our database in some weird ways that I can't see the code of, so I can't tell you what groups are automated and which ones aren't. Uh, but yeah. um, I feel that pain. In, yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I it's one of those I can't see it because in the black box that I didn't build, mm-hmm. nor would I really be able to build it because I'm still fairly baby sysadmin in terms of <laughs> IT. Um, but hey, when it works, it works really well. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Google Drive is lovely. Um, emails are amazing when I can label things, use filtering to tell the syslog email that tells me this thing is up and going or this thing is down and going to do one thing or another yep um so i'm not getting i mean when i need to be getting 300 emails in two minutes because uh a server or one of our switches has gone down and the network's having issues that's great but Uh, but the rest of the time i don't need it 
that's actually one of my pain points. One of the things I, mm. I anytime I go into a, into a place that is using email for their notifications like that, it is one of the first things I kill. I will, uh, wh- yeah. I, I will replace it with like a sane monitor with well, sane sane monitoring system because there aren't any. But I'll I'll be like, all right, let's let's get some real monitoring in place that goes to Victor Ops or PagerDuty or something like that, so that mm. you don't have to get three hundred emails. You know, you get you, your phone buzzes, and then oh, okay, there's an emergency for me to deal with, and then oh. yeah, that sounds lovely. I yeah. haven't worked as a tech. I worked as a student tech, which mm-hmm. basically meant you're not touching anything, just keeping people from doing sketchy things in the back of the lab. Yep. But um, and sitting there and watching Netflix for twelve hours straight. But um, <laughs> this this job is the first step back from nonprofit into right. IT right. sysadmin tech support land. Um, so I, I have not experienced a real monitoring system like that, which sounds lovely. Oh yeah. No, I, I have, I have many opinions. Uh, we will not bore the rest of the internet with them at this point in time. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So email and filtering, I believe me, filtering is very important. Yeah. Yep. I, I, and given that I'm also not colorblind slash can see a relatively full spectrum of colors, I absolutely make advantage of the this needs to be a loud color that I'll pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try not to overuse that because uh, I think it runs hand in hand with the ADD and the stressed, overwhelmed jobs tend to cause burnout thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that if there's too much in my face, I just stop noticing the noise, just tuning out as a self-defense mechanism. Yeah. I have like three colors I use and then will accelerate as needed. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's light blue is all the can deal with later stuff. Um, Oranges projects, and I think I've got like green or something set up for things like GitHub and service alerts and things like that. Mm. Yeah. So I started working with multiple inboxes at work, and I actually like that a lot because it let me visually separate um, just mm-hmm. the flood of emails coming in. Right. Um, and so I've combined that with the label system that I use, mm-hmm. and I have basically everything that I need to shove off to the side because I've dealt with it. I'm waiting on someone else to to get back to me in some way, yep. but I can't forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's, it's the, like, I'm, I don't need to touch it right now, but if it's been sitting there for like two weeks and I see it and I realize, Oh, that's a thing I should probably poke someone about. Um, it, I find it really helpful. So I ended up bringing that over to my personal life. Yeah. Uh, the snooze function is really good too for that. Mm. Like you- I haven't actually tried that because it just, would it feels like well right now i suppose i could get it to go somewhere else but it would just pop back up into the morass of i haven't sorted these out yet right emails. um well my my filtering is so heavy at this point between sane box and custom made filters in theory i shouldn't need to use both but sometimes the logical heuristics in something like Sanebox don't pick up that I'm CC'd on a conversation that's on a mailing list and it should go in the mm. mailing list folder and not that it should go into the just deal with it later folder kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see that. Yeah. Uh, but the, by keeping, I, I keep my inbox clean because if it gets too big, I get crazy. And so that way the reminders work really well because then, or the snooze, so I can say, okay, snooze this two days and then two days it pops back into my inbox where I'm going to notice it. Mm, that, that's so, smart. That, yeah. Yeah. It's um, what works for me. That's the important part, right? 
Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm torn between wanting to make my work in personal systems overlapping enough that I don't have to think about it when I get home. Mm-hmm. And then I also have moments where I'm like, maybe I do need them to be different because by the time I get home, I have such decision fatigue about the emails that I need to deal with. Oh yeah. That I find myself going, yeah, keeping it around hundred is a fine, like no one's <laughs> waiting on me for something yeah. at home. Uh, even if I'm missing, I don't know, an invitation to submit some work to an anthology or mm-hmm. something my partner sent me that might actually be completely important and lovely to look at. But I'm just staring at a box full of stuff going, it's the same thing, just a different background. Do I have to? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. I really do. Yep. Uh, all right. So the Google Suite, uh, you, you mentioned Drive. Are you using like Docs, Sheets, and uh, and the presentation thing? I can't remember what it's called now. I don't know. I don't think I've actually touched that. Again, there's a mm-hmm. lot of, I have to look up all this stuff for work and learn things. And right, I'm right. a busy person. Why would I think about anything except <laughs> zonking out in front of TV and walking the dog and who knows what when I get home? Um, yeah, I use Google Drive mostly for the spreadsheets and docs mm-hmm. function. Um, I'm actually reading my notes off of a Google Doc because I can work on it at work Yep. on my lunch break and very easily get home and go, right, it's updated. I can look at the new document mm-hmm. instead of going, well, crap, I forgot my notebook in my bag, in the other bag. Someone ate the thing. <laughs> the piece of paper fell out of my pocket when I pulled out my hanky. Who knows what? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's nice to outsource keeping things to the cloud in some ways, although I keep it fairly minimal mm-hmm. because... I know as soon as it gets too deep, I won't remember where things are tidied or I won't remember that I put this project there. I'll just be like, I know I had a project about the research I've been doing for house buying things, but I can't find it anymore. Where did I tidy it? Yeah. I, of course, didn't name it something logical, so I can't search function for whatever keywords I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, so I tend to keep it fairly simple. And if I let myself run away with it, I would end up having to pay for um, extra storage. And that's yeah. not exactly something... I feel is a priority for where my money's going right now. No, that's that's completely fair. I I broke down and got uh, the the Google Apps for your domain thing a couple years ago just because mm. I was tired of running my own mail server and I was tired of you know all that with the custom domain and it's uh, yeah there there comes a point where I'm like you know what I'm just going to go clean out Drive because otherwise it's going to start costing me more money and no yep. Yeah, you know, know, $5 a month per email is where I'm at right now. And like, I like my entire family has accounts there. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, if they need more space, they can talk to me and pay me or get their own thing. I don't care. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the entire Google suite, which is I got to admit, it's great tooling. Um, Yeah, Asana. And then uh you said there were there was maybe one or two other things you use? Yeah. Um, and this is less specific tools and more just things I have on hand most so, of the time. So is it more um, like it, it rolls into the are, – are we rolling into the systems and habits at this point, or are we still <laughs> – A bit of both. I can give you a couple of apps that I use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so thing that I found that has made our household work a whole lot better mm-hmm. is uh, something like our groceries. That's the name of the app. There's a billion like it. Oh, Basically yeah. Basically pick your favorite list keeping item that you can sync over multiple devices. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I have shared with all of my housemates. Right on. Which means when, you know, housemate number two is doing the grocery run they make every Tuesdays, 
they know exactly what I need to buy because I've taken a photo of it. Um, they don't have to think <laughs> about knowing what kind of bread I like because I've put it on the list. Or I've just said, I need a very large cabbage for making kimchi. There you Please go. Take your best shot. You, you make your own kimchi. I'm going to have to get a recipe at some point. It's vegan. So oh. bonus points. Yeah. yeah. Um, I live with one person who eats vegan and we all have various food intolerances. So we get crafty with our cooking. Yeah. I, I bet, uh, uh, Dino, I would probably love if he doesn't already have at least three recipes for vegan kimchi with, you know, <laughs> a vegan kimchi recipe. So we will yeah, share I'd that. Happy yeah. to share. I'd have to, I'd have to go find the specific recipe, but I can absolutely link it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see other apps that I use, um, that starts building into habits is a weather underground, something I have automated and also just check when I need to, mm -hmm. um, I've automated using if this, then that, um, so oh, that it'll yeah. tell me when I need to remember to bring a waterproof layer for the lovely weather in Boston. Yeah. And, and if this, then that is just really handy for that sort of thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've been struggling to think about how to integrate it better and just do the thing where I get to be efficient and lazy at the same time mm -hmm. and have it do stuff for me. But that one right. works really well. Uh, one of the, th I, I actually ended up using both uh, if this, then that and Zapier because there are things mm. that Zapier can connect to that if this, then that can't and vice versa. So it's like, yes, I'm getting notifications uh, on my, I have a, one of the little blink USB LED lights that you can control with if this, then that mm. Zapier knows nothing about it. Right. So I, I get yep. a, a Slack alert in our alerts channel and I have a thing that blinks at me, but I can only do that with, with, um, uh, with if this, then that I can't do it with Zapier. Right. Yeah. Right. But like and there's, we, what's the we thing? Use yeah. Zapier at work mm -hmm. too, actually. Yeah. Because it, um, it connects to all the fancy commercial things. Sorry, what was that? I said it connects to all the fancy commercial things. Yep. I yep. mean, we use it with Google Spreadsheets because mm -hmm. someone brilliant, I'm not going to say that that's very sarcastic. Someone someone <laughs> very brilliant at our job decided that um, the, the there's a lot of, this is the best, cheapest slash free thing that we can use. Mm -hmm. So we are currently managing our onboarding and offboarding staff on a Google spreadsheet with Zapier that talks with Zendesk or ticketing system. Oh yeah. Yep. So it's a lot of going to fill in this information that various teams need hit X in column, whatever the heck it is. And that <laughs> sends an automatic ticket to us and we go, Oh great. We have to buy a laptop. Cool. And it just kind of goes from there. We're completely at work, uh, GitHub based. Mm. So, uh, my onboarding ticket was a GitHub issue specific to my team and it's just and it links to other github issues like here's the security ticket here's the not ticket so i i understand it's just everybody does it differently and i gotta say it's better than some of the systems i've experienced um, good good yeah uh, yeah there's definitely moments of tying ourselves into knots when mm -hmm. we end up using a database that at this point the company i work for is global Right. And the database we use, QuickBase, can only manage one currency oh. system, which makes for some interesting shenanigans that mm -hmm. I'm sure even people who don't use databases can imagine. Like, yeah. Dutch money. 
is this in euros? Is this in dollars? It mm-hmm. says dollars, but no one knows. Yeah. Oh God, what is Dutch currency now? I can't remember. It's euros. It's euros. Okay. I don't know what it was before, but well, because the money was slightly. I think everybody accepts euros, but I know, like in Finland, they have a different currency, and they're still using the pound in Northern Ireland and England, and it, it's just. I'm like, come on, guys. You know. Yeah. So. No comment. I'm French, but like, bleh. still, still easier than it when it when it was cross the border, change over all your money. Cross the border, change over yes. all your money. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So if this then that, which is awesome with their underground, I think I probably have the same automation. Sends me an alert. It's going to rain. You need to take a hat or something. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's cold. Make sure the chickens are not. Uh, make sure the chickens have like liquid water, and not frozen water. <laughs> it's it's a concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not one I've had to think of because yeah. both of our pets are indoors. Yeah. <laughs> well, the dog comes outdoors with me, but yeah, their yeah. water is not kept right. indoors or outdoors, rather. All right. Uh, so, anything else to add to the list? As I'm furiously making notes of things to link. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's most of the big things. Everything okay. else I tend to use is more along the lines of things that will help me hear mm-hmm. better, like live transcribe or Ava. Um, I'm, I'm hard of hearing. So okay. the, the rest of my plethora of things that I use at work and home are things that mm-hmm. will let me not have to work quite as hard on a video conference call with my coworkers when there's three people talking at once. Yeah. Tell me about live transcribe. Um, it is a Google app. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of other different kinds, but so far that is the lowest lift. You can just set it, like open it up on your phone, go okay, and basically set the language you want it in it. As far as I can tell it and the business suite of Google use the same transcription okay. um, features. There's no, unfortunately no captions on Hangout calls for, for non-business use. Right. But for anyone who is interested and has access to that for work, I super recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, Live Transcribe is available to anyone. I think it's Android only right now. Probably. Um, but basically, you tell it what language you want it to happen in, and it'll just write okay. exactly what's happening. That's wicked cool. Yeah, that I I'm watching it as it's as it's like transcribing what you're saying, and so far it seems more accurate than Zoom's built-in uh, transcription service. Yeah, I think we tried Zoom very briefly, um, and I wasn't super pleased with it. Uh, there's mm-hmm. still the the captions yeah. version of caption that happens every so often. Um, but this one is surprisingly, I tested it by changing accents as I was speaking, and it kept up with me actually pretty well. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know how it performs between vocal ranges, because mm-hmm. uh, I know a bunch of apps are tested on white American sounding yeah. male ranges, so typically lower, mm-hmm. and they completely fail. Like uh, Alexa, for example. Yep. That was one of my coworkers brought one in because we needed to test something out on it. And we could tell it to please add 100 Madagascar hissing cockroaches to my coworker's Amazon cart. But my <laughs> coworker with a higher pitched voice could mm-hmm. not get uh, Alexa to listen to her. 
every so often that happens to Ursula with the one we have in the master bedroom to turn on and off the lights because that's how lazy I am. I don't want to get up to turn off lamps. Um, my sister's done the same thing. I do not blame you. <laughs> I, I even have this, my, my office right here. I can just look at it and I go, Alexa, turn off the light. And if it's behaving, see, I'm in the dark. There you now. go. Yeah. Alexa, turn on the light. Um, Ursula, okay. uh, I could have just bought a clapper. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Well. But it's not as cool. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> what was the other app you 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 said about um, I said Ava. Ava. Yeah, yeah. AVA. Mm-hmm. Um, I have used it a whole lot less. I don't remember whether it needs an account or not, mm-hmm. but that one is one that's specifically built for and by. I think I want to say by also um, people who are hard of hearing and deaf. Okay. And it's something I believe you'd want to double check their website. Um, but you can have multiple people holding their own phones and join to the same conversation. Oh. So the people reading their screens will be able to see what is being said out loud back and forth, which is a little more complicated than live transcript, which doesn't distinguish between who's speaking. Yeah. I'm just thinking these are two things that are going to be very useful as we age. Because mm-hmm. we already know Ursula's hearing is going, and I would not be surprised if mine is not far behind. So, yep. So there's there there may be a little self interest in asking about these, just a little. Oh no, worries. <laughs> I, I honestly I'm finding this all out from various folks who are like, I have this problem, but I use this app. Mm-hmm. It's great, and I go, oh, thank you. Yes, this is amazing. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to ask the question again, just because I know you might've forgotten something or gotten, or we, we keep distracting each other. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think okay. it's all getting into habits. Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's, that's where it starts to pull everything together. Cause you've got the apps and you've got the habits that you're using to cope with, um, you know, when you're having a bad day or when your ADD is exceptionally high up there or, or something like that. So I'm <laughs> really curious about what systems and habits you use. Yeah. Um, so systems, habits and systems in no particular order, because what <laughs> is order to ADD? Right. Um, this is something that I noticed I was doing with other people who I love dearly, friends, where I go, pause for a moment and go mm-hmm. back to basics. When was the last time you ate? slept, drank water, took your meds, moved around. Um, I'm also a heavy, heavy Twitter user, which is amazing for any of us (laughs) who have short attention span and lots of distractibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was seeing people on Twitter do this too. And it honestly took me a while to apply it to myself. Yeah. But it, and it seems pretty obvious having, you know, had parents who at some point were like, you might want to take a nap. You're very crabby but in whatever age-appropriate terms. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a while to do it for myself, but it's been a really, really useful habit to be like, okay, pause. I finished this activity, or I'm exceptionally grumpy, and I would like to slam a door. When was the last time I had water? Yeah. Uh, I, I I admit to getting hangry. So does, so does Sergey the cat. So, yep. you know, I, I'm like, oh, he's behind me throwing everything off my desk. He wants his Gucci food now. He has gotten hangry. Yep. yep. Yep, I feel that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's much easier to notice in other people than myself. But yep. every so often when I pause, I go, what's happening right now? 
what is my body doing? What is my brain doing? And honestly, after this is probably something we'd want to trigger warn for. Mm -hmm. um, but after years of abuse and gaslighting from various spaces and situations in my life, mm -hmm. um, getting to notice my own body's needs and my emotions is a learning process yeah. where I have to go, right, this is a thing there is space for me to do and I should do. Mm -hmm. How do I feel right now? Yeah, I I mean, even even for me, who is at least twice your age, uh, learning process about how our bodies work, I recently got a continuous glucose monitor. Mm. So that instead of having to do a finger prick a couple times a day to figure out where my blood sugar is at, I can just scan it with my phone. That's magic. And I've got this, now I've got this graph that's showing me, okay, you were, you know, you were a little distracted there and, oh, your blood sugar was low or you were very jittery right about then. Your blood sugar was, maybe you shouldn't have had that, what you had for a snack kind of thing. And it's amazing. Think of how, your toes. Yeah. Think of your toes. I, I think of my toes a lot. Sometimes I think of them as this, what, what I'm doing right now is worth the sacrifice of a pinky toe. <laughs> we we appreciate the sacrifice yeah um, um yeah i i have moments with uh i have a, a samsung mm -hmm. um active smartwatch i think i yep. forget the exact name it's oh yeah i like it it's smaller because i have tiny tiny hands <laughs> um i'm five three if i squint a lot which is 160 something centimeters for yeah. folks who don't <laughs> use smarter metric system measurings. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely moments where I sit down and go, Oh God, I feel like I was run over by something very heavy. Mm -hmm. And then I look at how many steps I've taken or what my heart rate is doing at that point. Yep. I go, oh, that's really useful mm -hmm. to have that validate how exhausted I feel right now. Yeah. I, I have a Fitbit Versa, uh, which isn't as smart as the Samsung or some of the others, but I found myself going, you know what? I'm not using my smartwatch for more than notifications the, and the time and steps. Maybe mm -hmm. I could downgrade. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I got this basic one. Basic. <laughs> I was looking for some specific features where I could send a thumbs up or an okay mm -hmm. back to my text messages. Um, <laughs> yes. Because that's incredibly useful when I'm carrying a bunch of boxes mm -hmm. or trying to balance on a step ladder. Because let me tell you, every network land room rack is twice my height yeah and not built for someone my height so welcome <laughs> anyone who's shorter than the average height of women in the u.s which is five four mm -hmm. um, so really sincerely useful that i can talk to my watch and say okay send and yeah. it, it does that um and the the notification pieces that you brought up is mm -hmm. really really helpful for me because i can just switch my phone to silent mm-hmm and not have to worry about trying to hear it because I don't hear it. Yeah. And if you're in a data center, it's twice as bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine. Yeah, you won't you won't hear it uh if you're not wearing ear protection. By the way, those of you who work in data centers, if you're not wearing ear protection, wear your ear protection. Mm. Um yeah, no, a good pair of noise canceling headphones makes all the difference. Uh one of my coworkers and I, he he swore by um I think they were Zika brand. I can't remember the specific mm. brand, but he would he would he wouldn't even be listening to music. He'd just put them on and turn on the noise canceling, and all that noise and the fans and the hum would just go away. Yep, um, yep. Our yeah. our land room is a couple of racks. Our largest land room is a couple of racks. But try having a conversation mm -hmm. with me when you don't know any sign language. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, there's there's a. I, I have been in some very tame 
but yelling conversations in land rooms because you just can't hear. Yep. Yep. Um, if you need to communicate something really quickly in mm-hmm. large font over your phone, mm-hmm. I believe it's called Cardzilla. Oh, Cardzilla. Yeah. Yes, Cardzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, you get something like this size font on oh, a wow. Note 9 screen, which is fairly large, but mm-hmm. large print. Um, I don't know if you can modify the, the font size because I don't play with it very well, but if I'm in a Starbucks or something and they have all of the blenders running, that's how oh, I make my order. Yeah. yeah, as I am now looking that one up like immediately on my... Uh, I have a Pixel 3, so it's only, I think, slightly smaller than your phone. <laughs> fun fun story. I mm-hmm. found myself wandering into the kitchen, as you do when you're trying to put away too many things with ADD. Yep. And I look down at my phone, and I realize I'm holding a full-size chocolate bar. And I go, hmm, this phone is maybe too large, and I don't know where I put it. But I can <laughs> still hear stuff on my headphones because they're wireless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I some days I miss uh, my Nexus 6, which, as far as I know, is still the biggest phone ever on the market. How, uh, what size was it? Uh, it was Its code name was Shamu. And I think, I think the Pixel 3 XL is still slightly smaller than it. Wow. I mean, yeah, it was huge. But it, it was a... It's a trooper. There are people who are just like, uh, you, you have one? Can I buy it from you? It's, it's wow. my Yeah, it's my backup phone. Oh, because I don't want to give mine up. I'm like, yeah, no, they were a hardcore phone. Dang. But the size of a small planet. So Right, yeah. right. Yeah, the only thing that makes up for the size of a small planet phone <laughs> is this lovely stylus that I honestly wasn't uh... sure about. Um, but that's another tool I use mm-hmm. when I need to jot something down because unlike lined paper or typing into a Gmail draft and sending right. it to myself, um, I can write off screen and just, I don't think you can see this. It's on a black background. But, no, no, um, I, can, I can see some, yeah, a little something. Okay. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I can save that and send it to myself. I can email it to myself if mm-hmm. I need to. Um, and it's made a world of difference in terms of someone who has to both jot stuff down when I'm, you know, doing acrobatics in a land room to try and see something, mm-hmm. a tiny number above a blinking light that I can't really see because the cables have eaten my arm. Yep. Um, but I have the other hand free so I can write down whatever port number I just looked at. Um, <laughs> or I need to sketch something down because some idea just came to me in the rain outside waiting for the bus because that's what you do in Boston. Yeah. Um, but it's been incredibly helpful, mm-hmm. and so was absolutely worth the truly obscene amount of money this phone got sold for. And, and which one um, is it? The it's the Note 9. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure I, I as mm-hmm. someone with relatively small hands, would ever need something quite that big ever. <laughs> but when I need to show people this is the art I made yesterday, mm-hmm. or hang on, a uh, friend of mine who's low vision, let me zoom something in so you can actually read the text, it's yep. been incredibly useful. I I have uh, an iPad mini for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh there's a, also uh GoodNotes is the app I've been using for for writing things and the Apple Pencil plus GoodNotes has just been like wow, I didn't nice. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, aside from the charging and how you have to charge the uh mm-hmm. the Apple Pencil, I've heard really good things about I'm, its feel. I'm waiting on 
them to announce support for the Apple Pencil 2, which charges inductively when you mag- put it magnetically on the new Pro. I'm just waiting for that to make its way to the Mini. That's Probably shiny. in a couple of revisions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a... It was absolute splurge, but has been totally worth it. I have a Wacom uh, standalone like computer-style oh, yeah. tablet. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't go with the tablet operating system because mm-hmm. I basically just want to be able to deep dive into whatever I'm doing without going, oh, right, it's a mobile interface. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made a world of difference in terms of how I do my art because yeah. I tend to flip between traditional painting, ink, mm-hmm. markers to I need to do this digitally and being able to spin things around with my fingers and also draw with a stylus has been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Ursula recently switched to doing almost all of her digital art on either her iPad pro or the iPad mini. And it's just been incredible. But before that, yeah, she had one of the Wacom uh, tablet PC things. And so it was, it was just like, yes, she is drawing on that. And that was kind of like the gateway into using the iPad pro. Um. I've been really yeah. wanting to try. So hopefully, hopefully one day, I don't know that I have the money for anything yeah. right now. No, they're, they're, it sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, that's why I have a, a two year cycle on mobile devices. I do an upgrade every two years. Save mm. that gives me time to pay off the one and then save up for the next one. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I try to save up mm-hmm. first and so far it's been a like, all right, I really can't push this any further. I guess I'll, I'll, yep. There goes the budget category for a little bit. Yeah. All right, so uh, Wacom tablet, jot things down on your phone, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Yep. So uh, that's a that's that's a whole lot of stuff on just making sure you don't lose the information. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of living with ADD mm-hmm. is for those who don't know a ton about what that's like, it's, it's a lot of squirrel. And I suddenly had this idea in the middle of another sentence that I was just saying, or I just remembered I needed to do a thing. Mm-hmm. So spoken in your phone reminders, mm-hmm. um, get it out of your brain immediately, yep. write it down on something near you that ideally isn't going to fall out of your pocket in 10 <laughs> minutes. Right. Um, all of that is really valuable habits that I've slowly been building into mm-hmm. ideally systems that can cash that away for me until I'm ready to pull it back out. Right. Something for later, he says, scribbling madly. Um, Especially with anything that is dealing with the mm-hmm. effects of having any kind of hearing and processing, like mm-hmm. auditory processing issues, um, anything like chronic fatigue, brain fog, yep, um, just being tired and disabled and in pain, mm-hmm. um, dealing, having dealt with a bunch of micro and macro aggressions yep. that the world puts on you, all of that's really exhausting. So by the end of a day, even if nothing particularly eventful has happened, I can't say, well, that asshole did a thing on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I still get at home and go, I can't remember anything that happened today because I'm just that tired. So being able to put things in a holding place yep. is so, so lovely. Yeah. The, the, as David Allen called it in, uh, getting things done, your trusted, your trusted place. Right. Yep. So yeah. I'm probably due for an overhaul about my dragon trove trusted places too full of it's like those those dragons with unusual horde series yes, that yeah i don't remember the artist oh, but they were putting either. those out my to-do apps look a little bit like that right now yeah i i i know oh <laughs> how i know i'm gonna make a note to find that one though i haven't looked at they're, it in ages they're adorable yeah 
not safe for work for some of them for for folks who are listening but absolutely worth looking up yeah well and that's that's an important note but uh, we do warn people at least that we're not a hundred percent family friendly yep all the swearing uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking tiring not to yeah so all right trusted systems get it out of your brain Get it into your to-do system. Get it into into your email so that you've got a reference to it later. It's something to remind you. Yep, yep. yep. Um, stuff like that's mm-hmm. also really helpful for articles or mm-hmm. um, academic papers or mm-hmm. medical research that I then need to pull back out and go, so, Dr. X, mm-hmm. now that we're discussing this thing that I happen to have 20-something years of experience having, mm-hmm. here's the medical research to back it up <laughs> so that you might actually believe me. Please read this in your own time. Yes. I have printed you an article. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, you know, yeah. actually prescribing the lab work I'm asking mm-hmm. for in the way I'm asking for it. Or uh, believing yeah. me when I say this is a thing that's happening. I'm not, quote unquote, too young. And I want to say that is a change that has been happening in the medical profession is there were a lot of complaints from younger people, women, et cetera, et cetera, that uh, their doctor wasn't listening and so I seeing that shift happen has just been absolutely fantastic. The nurse practitioner would probably listen, the RN would listen, but sometimes the doctor just, you know, that that attitude is changing and I I, I personally appreciate it a lot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've actively been granted this requires some amount of privilege in terms mm-hmm. of being able to self-select into yep. a particular doctor my insurance may or may not cover, but being able to self-select for medical practitioners that I am working with in order to work with them and not show up and go, I'm dealing with all of these symptoms. And oh, look, as I'm explaining all of this, I'm realizing you're not listening to me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because you're going to see 45 patients and you just want the next thing and doctor knows best. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. While we're on that subject, um, one of the things I have done at the advice of a brilliant podcast, let me see if I can find it really quickly. Um, I've basically been keeping my own medical binder and records, um, digital or physical paper. And full disclosure, I absolutely used to laugh at my mother when she would keep all of these binders of papers to go, okay, in this country, you got these shots. In this other country, you got these shots. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've grown up all over the world. Right. I am a French citizen born in the Netherlands, um, moved to the UK, <laughs> and then Singapore, and then California, and then Massachusetts. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. And naturally, every time you move, you have to make sure that every immigration authority ever has mm-hmm. all of the right everything on your medical history. Oh, yeah. So keeping track of all of these things when your birth certificate is in Dutch and no one wants to try and bother reading Dutch, even though, you know, Roman numerals are a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been really critical. And I'm only realizing now even more so as a medically complicated person, mm-hmm. how critical that is. Um, and so listening to a podcast episode on um, a podcast called Tips and Tricks on How to Be Sick. Um, okay. went into the things you want to, there's a whole episode, I think, devoted mm-hmm. to this, went into the things that you really want to include in a medical binder and basically a one, not one page, I'm going to say but one document that has your, you know, major surgeries, mm-hmm. immunizations you're up to, um, 
any kind of ongoing illnesses, recently discontinued medications, yep. because if you're on something that has effects for three months after you're done, someone might want to know about that before mm-hmm. prescribing you something else. Yep. Um, the, the episode goes into a lot more detail, but that was like mind-blowingly useful for me. Mm-hmm. I, I um, do keep yeah. my my recent immigration, not immigration, um, immunization records uh, in my passport mm. so that I always know where it is because you would hate to be like at the border and they're going, have you been immunized against? And then the answer is, I don't know. Um, right. Right. And sometimes they go, no, we're going to have to test for tuberculosis again. And I mm-hmm. go, I have had the vaccine. I will react positively. You're going to want to shove me into quarantine when you see what my body does. Yes. But I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always really useful to have those on hand. I, I occasionally like it just because I can say, see, I'm immune to rabies right now because we got our rabies vaccine before we went to China. <laughs> Practically like a superpower. I could go wrestle that raccoon over there. Not that I want to. Not that I want to. No, no. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Medical binder. Yep. Um, um other medical things I do mm-hmm. is track things that come and go. I'm, I have a lot of medical stuff that fluctuates and flares up and dies back down. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to track that on a separate Google Calendar, although that gives me a little bit of the the willies in terms of does this, you know, mm-hmm. potentially probably evil superpower on the internet need to know <laughs> what's happening with the fact that I get my period irregularly? <laughs> I don't know, but damn, is it useful to be able to go, okay, that explains why I've been feeling shitty. Yeah. I've had a period for three and a half weeks. That's, okay. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And spreadsheets are great for that. Oh, yeah. Spreadsheets yeah. are amazing for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. that and some other stuff because I have some immune things that mm-hmm. I track where I go, I feel especially crappy. Let's just write that down somewhere. So yeah. that when I do need to put together an actual mm-hmm. spreadsheet that I go and hand to my doctor and say, mm-hmm. this is what's going on please fix my hormones so I no longer experience these symptoms. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. Yeah. They believe me instead of going, oh, you're fine. And I go, no, 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 no. This has been going on for a year and a half. Stop it. Yeah, and I'm honestly always surprised at, and I'm trying to find the right phrasing for this. The fact that people who happen to be um, uh, uh, uterine enabled <laughs> uh, don't don't track that. Right. It's right. It's so important to have that information if you happen to experience uh, uh, those sorts of fluctuations. And if you're not tracking it, you're always kind of confused. My ex wife, bless her heart, um, I knew more about her cycle than she did. Right. Yeah. Right. And there's some things that you just don't notice outside of your own head where you're like, I'm angry about something, Uh-oh. or I'm having these emotional stuff. Yep. Ursula's about to weigh in. What was that? In our defense, it's going to happen sooner or later, so it's oh, not yeah. like you can do anything <laughs> about it. Okay. Ursula makes a valid point. For those of you yep. who may not be able to hear it, that it's going to happen sooner or later, and we know that. It's just when it becomes irregular or problematic. Like right. three months is, is excessive. Was, yeah. <laughs> right. And even in my case, when I was much younger, before I started doing things with let's add this different endocrine system, shifting towards being more testosterone dominant, 
and I was regular to the dot. Right. Um, and in my case, this might also just be a dysphoric thing where mm-hmm. I would track it. So I would know instead of dreading it for the three weeks, I wasn't menstruating. Right. But uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. going to happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Adding more to the cut warning or to the content warning. Um, Definitely worth, worth warning. Yeah. Uh, bodily functions. I'm just going to go with bodily functions at that point. Um, and dysmorphia. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Some folks end up, mm-hmm. uh, trigger warning specifically for menstruation because mm-hmm. that is triggering in some specific ways for yeah. a variety of people, but bodily functions does tend to cover it. Well, we'll, well, I, I will put it, I will add it on there as a, as just to make sure I've got all the bases covered because they may think it's more scatological and which it can be. But yeah, yeah. Yes. I've seen some things in my day that I never want to see again. <laughs> Back and, in my day. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's and uh, out of curiosity. And if you don't mind talking about it, what other things do you track then? So um, I will keep an eye, but not record a barometric pressure because mm-hmm. migraines and joint things in the direction of yep. uh, arthritis. Um, I don't know if this is coming through my headphones, but the dog is very sad. He's on the other side of a closed door. No, it's not being picked up. Uh, that's, okay. That's probably for the best because then I'd have to put in a dog whining warning. No, that that happens so often on <laughs> these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. I will track sometimes allergy flares, um, just because if between the, and all of this tends to go hand in hand, if Mm -hmm. you have allergies, you're more likely to have asthma. You are more likely to also be diabetic. Um, you're more, more likely to have immune issues in general. Some of that also Mm -hmm. translates to, uh, any kind of, so like stuff like lupus or arthritis, all of that Mm -hmm. is linked in some ways that. There's plenty of research on the internet that can explain it better than I can. (laughs) Um, In my case, I tend to track, okay, I accidentally ate uh, milk that I'm allergic to Mm -hmm. um, this past weekend because I was half asleep in the morning and there was bread. And so I ate it, but neither I nor my host thought to check the back of the bread to see that there was cow milk in there. Right. Um, But between that and any kind of hormonal stuff that I'm Mm -hmm. currently working on sorting out, uh, that can trigger one thing can trigger the other. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not careful, I end up with the cascade of, and now I need to break out the harder meds Yeah. instead of the, well, I'm having turmeric because there's a little bit of mild inflammation because the weather's doing whatever the heck it wants, mm-hmm. which it is entitled to. My joints just don't appreciate it. Um, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I keep looking at my family history of arthritis and going, yeah, so I've got maybe 15 years left on this hip. Um, Hope they are a good 15 years. Yeah, really? Um, Yeah. I'll mm -hmm. I'll put in notes for things where I go, I feel especially terrible and this Mm -hmm. is what is happening. So that when I look back a month from now and I have no idea what's happening or I feel even worse, I go, oh, that explains some of why I'm feeling Mm -hmm. like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, this is uh, and uh, Weather Underground, I believe, has you can pr- I don't know if you can do it with IFTT yet, but they usually have mm. allergen information to say, hey, yep. ragweed, hey, mm-hmm. you know, pollen, uh, hey, ozone. 
Yep. And I know a few folks, I don't know the apps they use specifically, but mm-hmm. they will use that and also some other apps to figure out the smoke for air quality mm-hmm. for places that get wildfires for anyone who has any uh, breathing sensitive triggers yeah. or allergies. Yeah, that, that can be really rough, uh, especially on people who are asthmatic. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. And when you get combined with um, any kind of chemical sensitivities, mm-hmm. everything tends to go a little bit to hell if one thing is getting thrown off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's tracking all of that stuff. Uh, what's next on your list? <laughs> what's next on my list? Um, it, it kind of hand in hand with the pause, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Um, is sort of taking stock of the present situation. Uh, and this has been very, very useful when I'm having an, oh my God, I'm feeling very anxious in a, in a like chronic and anxiety way of mm-hmm. anxious, not just I'm worried about a thing um, where I'll go, okay, what's happening right now? Objectively, is there a logical thing behind what my brain is doing or mm-hmm. is it just brain weaseling right now? Yeah. Um, has it gone to factory town in weasel land or am <laughs> I having a legit, uh, oh, and that's both been useful for figuring out where I'm at in terms of mental health stuff that's going on. And also in other moments where I am in the middle of a teaching or a training, because I have to do that for work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done that uh, work for pay for, I'm not going to say fun, although it can be fun yeah. in like activist terms. Mm-hmm. Who am I teaching? What am I working with? Right. What are the tools I've got at hand? Um, same thing with, I've done a lot of animal training, both uh, personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really fun to be able to train a cat to high five, but you have to take stock and going, okay, has the cat got all of its needs met mm-hmm. in order for me to not irreparably piss it off and end up with a clawed hand when I go, are you sure you don't want a high five? I know yeah. you want the fish in the other hand, but there's motivation <laughs> here. Um, yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah, you're do you want the high five or are you more likely just to take my other hand off at the wrist to get the the fish? Right. Right. Yeah. And being able to work with, in my case, a very dog and people reactive mm-hmm. dog who's had a history of abuse clearly. Oh yeah. Um, that I'm, I'm working on desensitizing his dog and people and small animals. Some of those things are completely normal for dogs. He's going to want to go chase the squirrel, Yeah. but I'm yeah. working on desensitizing and working with him for the past three years mm-hmm. to go, Let's not completely lose your mind barking, spinning, and jumping. He's a boxer, so there's a lot oh, of flailing that happens. Yeah. Um, but it's been really reinforced, that habit of, a, a pause, there's a dog over there. Mm-hmm. Let's just change direction and sort of yep. build in and reinforce the, we're going to make an emergency U-turn here. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wrong. I love you very much. Oh, look, a treat. And now we're off in the other direction. <laughs> um, and all of that really ends up paying off yeah. when you go there's just been a crisis at work. Something has exploded. The mm-hmm. land room is seven shades of fucked. Someone in another yeah. country is going, Hey, problems. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, what's happening. Let's have a, everyone is tense, but let's try to joke about it and see what we're working with because it's not worth me going, ah, to someone on the other end of the phone because yeah. that'll stress them out. Black humor is one of the, the most important toolkits and tools in any sysadmins kit. We are all, oh, yeah. after a point, we're all jaded and grumpy and cynical, and it's how we survive. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing with a lot of chronic illness and yeah. marginalized population. It's kind of like, yep, how am I doing? I'm not dead today. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Yeah. Okay. Taking stock, present situation. Yep. Yep. 
um, preventative maintenance mm-hmm. comes with the before we get into any shenanigans, as you do. <laughs> yes. Um, if I'm being planful and I happen to have the brain and it's not brain fog land or I'm mm-hmm. sick land, um, I do a lot of what am I thinking of doing ahead of time? Mm-hmm. And let's just list all of the things I am doing that go around that activity. It's kind of the equivalent of I'm packing. What's my packing list? Yeah, 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 yeah. For example, I don't have a car because having a car close to or in a city is completely impossible. Um, I also hate driving because Mm -hmm. trauma around that, but uh, I haven't really been able to afford one. So I go, okay, if I need groceries, Mm -hmm. what arrangements am I making? Can I afford to do this over the bus? What does commute look like? Mm -hmm. And a lot of this is I found out the hard way where I go, great, I have a sack of rice and some potatoes and some really heavy things. And the bus is stuffed full. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to get the two miles home? But um, yeah. looking ahead of time mm-hmm. and taking a look at things, being like, okay, is this the last bottle of detergent I've made? Mm-hmm. I probably need to make more at home. Right. Um, which I do that because chemical sensitivities, skin issues. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to share the recipe because it's been a lifesaver, both cost wise and also just issues wise yeah um no. but if i notice we're running low i know i'm gonna have to spend some time making a new batch at home mm-hmm. and i i find it very admirable that you're able to i've not yet mastered soap making so i just buy a lot of bronners which seems to be even the scented and stuff seems to be the least reactive to anyone i've i've met so yeah. yep Spoiler, it's the grated bar of Dr. Bronner's, mm-hmm. some borax and some washing soda, and you <laughs> just get the soap dissolved and then yep. add the other two and, you know, do some hot cool and then it's it's done. Wow. Yeah. Bronner's is the most useful cleaning thing I think I have, I keep in the house. So. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm really sad it doesn't, at least didn't when I was mm-hmm. in other countries exist outside of the U.S. Uh, we were in Cork, Ireland. And, you know, downtown Cork, they have the English market. And as we were walking through the English market, we came across across like a little, you know, the usual little sort of nature, natural store. And it had an entire wall of nothing but Bronner's. Wow. And we were like, oh, my God. I, you know, we were just excited to see it. Oh, Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, there's definitely some amount of back in, you know, 10 plus years ago, there wasn't soy milk in mm-hmm. anywhere. So anywhere, I yeah. couldn't have anything that was milk-like. But mm-hmm. now I go, right, I can travel to Iceland and find more milks than I can find yeah. in Boston shopping store that I look at. Yeah. And it varies by store and it varies by city and it, it can be a little hectic. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah, actually, I think our barista prefers is is somewhat lactose intolerant. The the woman who owns the the coffee shop, Ursula, writes all her books in, and so she always has almond milk and and the other milks mm. like available uh, because I think she can't drink it. Awkward, yeah. <laughs> I think she'll listen to this and she'll yell at me later. I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate anyone who has any kind of dietary stuff because when mm-hmm. I go, yeah, I can't do this, they go, oh, okay. Instead of the, like, I might die if I considered an existence without perfect health or yeah. food ingredient. And I go, sure, I'm not dead yet. Mm-hmm. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> All right. So preventive maintenance, uh, pre plan activities, anything else in the preventive maintenance category? 
pack extra of whatever I need yeah. um, and pack some extra both for me and someone else because the more you hang out with anyone with chronic illness, the more mm. you can be like, oh, yeah, I have this and a Band-Aid and some extra ibuprofen if you can do that. And if you can't do that, I have some at like <laughs> it comes in really handy when, mm-hmm. you know, the three of us are in the same room going, I'm having a meltdown right now. Do you happen to have this? And four people go, fact. yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who was it? Uh, I was at All Things Open, and a friend of mine, uh, my co-presenter, was like, she's getting a headache coming on because we just dealt with crowds, and you know how that is. And we're hanging out with a friend of ours who's also chronically ill, and we're like, do you have any painkiller? And I'm like, oh, crap, I've left all mine at home. And right. our, our one friend was like, yes, it, can you have Tylenol? The only thing I can take is Tylenol, so that's what I bring with me. And yeah, Tylenol's fine. But yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. the best thing is when someone goes, oh, yeah, I have this type, but I also keep this other type because it's a different mm-hmm. formulation. And I know sometimes people like, I mean, I've made yeah. a point to keep menstrual supplies that I might not use myself because I know how much of a pain in the ass it is when you go, well, shit, mm-hmm. this is happening now. And it gets really awkward when you, you know, don't want to ask anyone. But yeah. having experiences, I go, oh, yeah, 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 here. You're yeah. good. Here's here's this thing I don't use, but I keep it on hand in case somebody else needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a number of things I do that mm-hmm. with. Um, but the stuff I tend to pack for myself also mm-hmm. includes, in addition to painkillers and allergy meds, uh, mm-hmm. something called a Vogue mask. Um, yes. Which is a cloth uh, coconut fiber, so not great for folks with those allergies. Mm-hmm. But um, lovely, lovely mask that helps with when I'm sitting on a bus next to someone who has smoked a whole bunch Mm -hmm. or is wearing very strong fragrances, which I also can't do, but public transit. Yeah. Um, It also has the added benefit of people thinking I am plague ridden and giving me more space, which is really nice because I'm a small person. And so (laughs) tend to get the, well, I'm spread, you know, sitting stuck between man spreader a and man spreader B and not particularly comfortable. And I find it interesting how in Asian countries, it's just like common to be walking down the street and have 50% of the population wearing those masks for smog, for allergies, because they're sick, whatever. And over here, it's like a a sign of shame or something. Right, right. Yeah, it's absolutely cultural. And Mm -hmm. I will say someone with problems that I do appreciate when people wear a mask because I go, great, Mm -hmm. that's my signal for I'm not going to hug you or Mm -hmm. do the kiss on the cheek thing, depending Mm -hmm. on what is culturally appropriate in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mostly use mine for, for scent and fragrance stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go look up a Vogue mask. Cause I've still got the one I've, I got from China, but better in like, I'm thinking pollen season. I'm going to so want one. Right. And yeah. you do need to replace them every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's absolutely worth the 30 bucks. If oh, yeah. you are any kind of tight on money, I, I still recommend it. Mm. Um, eBay often has some less nice looking ones, but they mm-hmm. come in cute patterns. Yeah. Um, but for cheaper, it often has. That was, that was the challenge in China was finding one that was just plain black. Right. Yeah. All the cute patterns and all the different things. And I'm like, I, I just want plain black. So yeah. Uh, Vogue mask worth the price. Yep. Every day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and I can get them in plain black. They don't have to all be cute. Nope. Yeah. Okay. You can get them in all, all plain black. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting the cute rainbow alien invader one because 
if I'm going to use something that yeah. makes my life better and more accessible, I'm going to get something cute patterns. I, I have a friend who always buys the, uh, the, it might be in, in fun colors, but it's always sort of the, uh, the, you know, the, the Fox teeth one, the, yeah. 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 But, uh, uh furries, man, they love that. Stuff. I mean, <laughs> I, I certainly don't blame them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, for some whatever reason, medical equipment folks assume yeah. that we disabled people might want stuff in boring gray or beige yeah. or black, mm-hmm. which might work out great for you, yeah. your aesthetic. But <laughs> I go, no, I, I like my lime green and mm-hmm. my rainbows. And, you know, there's definitely a moment where I go, how many rainbows can I wear and where can I wear those Yeah, so that I don't get beat up or murdered? But like, I really do enjoy my bright colors. Yeah, no, uh, they're. I have uh, a shirt for Elastic, company I work for. They gave me t-shirts, mm. and one of them is bright pink, and I will wear it on occasion. I'm not really a bright pink person, but, you know, sometimes you're just like, yeah, I'll put the bright pink on under the black hoodie, and that gives it the splash of color. Uh, useful for the trade show, so I wasn't monochromatic the entire time I was at our booth. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. People can find you easier sometimes, which is also really nice. Yes, very, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah he, he's at the metal show and he's the guy in black. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. All right. Um, what other preventive maintenance do you run with? Uh, back it the fuck up. Yeah, okay. Hit save, turn on auto save. Mm-hmm. Make copies of it, unless you're prone to losing the copies of that, but kind of do make copies of it anyways. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Making time to do that kind of preventative maintenance has saved me so many headaches. Um, same thing with the, if I have any extra money, which mm-hmm. I realize is both, in this case, privilege in that way, and mm-hmm. also if I have the space to have extra of that item, mm-hmm. um, which also requires space, which not everyone has if you're living in teeny tiny apartments, yeah. um, city or not, uh, or, you know, living out of a bedroom is mm-hmm. a challenge of its own. Living out of a, a tiny, you know, Parisian studio is also its own challenge. Oh, yeah. um, but if I have the space to go, cool, I'm going to buy an extra 24 pack of toilet paper so Mm -hmm. i don't have to think about it for when i am dead ass sick i have frozen food in the fridge Mm -hmm. i have extra toilet paper i have set myself up for success in these ways assuming my body or time or Mm -hmm. equipment will have a failure yeah and that that was something i think that was the conversation that got me first talking to dino uh Mm. dino had sent in an email that said before winter because uh he has the big um uh, a seasonal effective thing. Uh, yep. He, he stocks Familiar. up. Yeah. Stocks up with all the frozen foods and the stuff. Cause it knows it'll be work home, work home, work home and not much energy. So pre-planning right. so that he's not starving to death or having to deal with right. it. Yeah. 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 And I've, I've done everything from this is what I can handle right now. Let's mm-hmm. reassess and put my baseline where it actually is, which is, crawl to work or work remotely if I can beg off. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this is what I can do right now to, I have some spoons. I'm going to make a giant vat of whatever stew it is. Spoiler, part of my favorite food groups, which include pancakes Mm -hmm. and noodles. Um, Or (laughs) I'm going to do the thing where I keep frozen uh, peas or Mm -hmm. frozen something that 
isn't going to be pasta because that's right. what I have the energy for. Yeah. Um, and I end up doing a mix of freezing and planning my meals mm-hmm. ahead in a, I have this in my fridge from the farm share this week. Let's make a vat of this stew. Sure. That goes in there. Right. Um, and freezing half of it because I realized my fridge is running low or my freezer is running low. And I yeah. go, okay, great. For when I am dead, there is a mixed soup of some ilk. Let me label it with, this is very important for folks who put yeah. stuff in their freezer. <laughs> yeah. Let me label it with some masking tape and a Sharpie and I can reuse the container and I'll know what's in there. Bonus. Yes. Oh no, I'm, I'm familiar with the masking tape and Sharpie. Or the yeah. masking tape and the grease pencil, because before we had Sharpies, we had grease pencils. Um, I don't think I've ever tried one other than for printmaking. So, yeah, it used to be, and I don't know if they they use them, if they still, they probably do still make them this way, but it would be like a, almost a crayon thing, but it was wrapped in wood and you would just, and it had a little string and you just pull the string and you take a couple oh. of rings off and then you, until it was nubbed down and then you do a little more and a little more. Um, okay. I love those as a kid. Yeah. My parents had some, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't let us touch them because all we wanted to do was pull the string. Right? Yeah. yeah. Great stem toy. Mm-hmm. Terrible when you go, oh, I, can I put it back? I pulled away too much of it. Oops. Now I have to use it all. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it snapped. Mom, can I do it again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, those cost money. Stop. Oh, all right. Yep. That yeah. that and it, it was years before they let me touch a computer, and then I broke it a bunch, and then I learned how to fix it, which is how I got into this mess. How you ended up in your profession. Yeah, that's kind of yep. how I ended up in my profession, except I was it was much more of a I'm learning it as the different kinds of computers are coming out. So, mm. yeah. Dad has a new toy. All right, let's learn how to use it. Oh, Dad has another new toy. Let's learn how to use it. Oh, I'm now on my own, and I'm able to build my own computer. And, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm slowly starting to get there with the building my own computer. Mm-hmm. It, it was always something that I just couldn't do because I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. And if I took apart what I had and fucked that up, well, then good luck being able to afford replacement bits that right. I don't know what to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did definitely have a bit of a, a head start in terms of, oh, my dad works for NEC and he's required to have oh, yeah. a ThinkPad laptop. What mm-hmm. is this cool thing? Ooh, yeah. it's got a mouse button and pinball and Minesweeper. Let's see what damage I can do here. <laughs> and then you get to a point like I'm now, it's like, yes, I'll buy the laptop that I can't service because then I don't have to do it. Yep. Yep. I'll just take it down to the Apple store or the, the dealer or whatever and say, make it better. I could do this myself, but I have too many other things going on right now to have a disassembled laptop across my desk. Other things mm-hmm. I do with my time that helps me not disassemble more laptops across my desk. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, taking time to both prep and recap. And this is mostly mm-hmm. a work habit that has centered around meetings um, or projects that I've done that I have to go, okay, what worked? What didn't? Uh, a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, And it's it's been worth building that in into my artistic life where I go, well, that was a shitty sketch. Yes. Yes, it was. Let's mm-hmm. do it again or make it better. Um, but it, it goes hand. It's the, the flip side of the preventative maintenance piece where I go, I did the thing. I, I right. practiced for it. it. It went great or it went absolute shit. Yeah. How do we do it differently? How mm-hmm. do we do it better? Um, actually trying to learn from it because with mm-hmm. the ADD, there's a lot of, well, this happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the start, stop, continue. 
Mm-hmm. What do I need to start doing? What do I need to stop doing? And what do I need to continue doing? Yep, yeah. that's a great way of putting that. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I learned it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You 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 have a whole lot of habits and coping mechanisms here. It's it's pretty awesome. Yep, yeah. and it's not stuff I really realized how many of them there were mm-hmm. until I was trying to pull them together last night. Going, wow, I'm up awfully late. Oh, I have a million habits. I didn't yeah. think about that because I just do them. <laughs> and I go, yeah. why am I so tired by the end of the day? I go, oh. Oh, now I have it. Yeah. yeah, this explains that. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you want to cover? Sure. This? Yeah, there's, okay. There's a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, routines. Mm-hmm. That's kind of been a thread throughout what I've been talking about. But anything yeah. I can sort of automate in my own brain, mm-hmm. i.e. I go to Kung Fu class on these days, mm-hmm. or Kung Fu class happens on these days, <laughs> the schedule never really changes right? unless there's a holiday or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go regularly because that makes me predictable for myself, which is useful in a myriad of ways where I go, okay, I can expect to be really tired the next day or the Mm -hmm. day after it happens. Um, It makes me very predictable for our pets, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful for I'm scheduling meals for the pets, putting that on my calendar when I need to remember that. Um, It's also really helpful for telling roommates, you can expect me home at this time. Mm -hmm. I'm not here on this day. Please plan on feeding the dog so he doesn't pretend die like he's never been fed when his meal is an hour and a half late. And then even you come home an hour and a half late and the dog has never been fed in its life and is dying. And yeah. Yep. I'm yep. familiar with we it. Have, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've instituted a laminated piece of paper that mm. my roommate is amazing at drawing little here's a check spot here. Here's mm-hmm. a reminder for, in this case, the pets need to be fed. Have they gone out in the morning? Have they done their specific business in the morning outside? Have yep. they been walked? And for how long? And have they gotten their meds? Um, and just being able to whiteboard marker, check that off with three people in the house makes a lot of things a lot easier. And that's there. there's another system right there. I hadn't thought of it that way. But mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. And so much less expensive than an actual whiteboard. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way we could mm. much less mount it. This just goes up with tape or blue tack or command strips or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and honestly, it goes hand in hand with another sort of tenet of mm-hmm. being in a polycule and or a household with multiple humans who live there. Yeah, is over communicate and be very direct about it. Oh yeah. Um, so it doesn't get lost in the ask versus guess culture. So the explicit versus implicit culture mm-hmm. where I go, hmm, I'm hungry, which means, is there any food? Which someone might get yeah. and in other cultures or languages, like the difference between even just American English from, in my case, Northeastern US mm-hmm. versus ASL mm-hmm. will go, you're hungry. Cool. But in ASL, it's like, where's the food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there food? Yeah. And that was a long time to learn coming from something that's a bit more guest culture like the UK. Yeah. All right. So over-communicate, reminders, routines, prep. I'm running – I'm already on my third page, and most of it now is, is systems and, and habits. So <laughs> I apologize for your notebook and or ream of paper. That's, that's why I, I have a notebook set aside just for these notes, just for these interviews. So – 
I, I honestly, I gave up and tend to take mine digitally at this point, um, mostly because I'm a really fast typist uh, yeah. and tend to put things mostly verbatim, um, which was super mm-hmm. useful in college when I couldn't write physically with a pencil fast right. enough. It just hurts my hands. But yeah. oh, my problem is, of course, if I if I type, it's going to be clickety clickety clack on because it's directly beneath the microphone, and that's just right. Cool. No, absolutely yeah. fair. I would mm-hmm. be very sore in your place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? <laughs> he asks as a loaded yes. question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. With a house of three people, mm-hmm. it's been really useful to review calendars, be it shared that we can all see on a screen or mm-hmm. not. Um, we try to have semi-regular, which is generous, uh, mm-hmm. regular house meetings where we'll all get together and go, okay, what's happening in the next month? Right. Has anyone added any travel to their calendar? We will need to make sure that person who gets home earlier isn't there. So we need to cover pet care so that the dog doesn't make a mess on the rug. Right. Yep. Does someone else need to come home earlier? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking ahead in a monthly way has been really helpful, especially since I had the brilliant idea to go, oh, the holiday season is about to start in our corner of the world. Yep. Let's consider do we need to be anywhere? Do we need to plan mm-hmm. travel? Does this require money, time mm-hmm. off, stuff like that? Um, but yeah, otherwise for my own stuff, I intend to do a, a look at my calendar the day of mm-hmm. and my week the day before. So I go, ah, I have scheduled myself for every day this week. This is a terrible idea. I will be sick <laughs> by the end of the week. Let's maybe not do that. Let's 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 shuffle some things around. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Who who do I need to drop in order to not metaphorically or so a little less metaphorically kill myself right. by trying to do too many things. Cause that's one of the things I'm really good at is going, mm-hmm. I have a million hobbies and I want to be a social person, but I'm also introverted and have a body that will only want to do so much. Yeah. Only so many spoons, right? Oh yeah. 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 Um, putting stuff on my calendar has also been really helpful when mm-hmm. I take a moment every so often to go, let's actually edit the time of when I start and when I finish and what I actually okay. do do a little more literally than I usually put on my calendar mm-hmm. um, between that and sort of Habitica to see how much stuff I could. I tried it out because actually because of the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And both of those tools that I wouldn't stick with in the long run were telling me, Oh, you're trying to stuff too much stuff in mm-hmm. or you haven't accounted for the MBTA being a piece of crap. Yeah. And your bus being an hour late. Mm-hmm. So, so both of those were actually really, really helpful in terms of things to try out every so often. So I go, cool. how realistic am I being? Because I can't teleport. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I've, I still keep up with my Habitica, even though it's not my like primary thing. But I use it to track all of my you know daily habits, the things I need to do every day. Um, because otherwise, if it goes on the to-do list, I'm likely to just say, oh, yeah, it's on my to-do list and shuffle it out of the way because something else is priority. Right. And mm-hmm. I did enjoy the Habitica when I was trying to figure out what exactly I did all day, every day mm-hmm. was telling me, oh, you water the plants every three days, or yep. you were trying to do too many things. I, I used to, excuse me, less so now, mm-hmm. but used to do a fair amount of uh, digital flashcards okay. on, on the bus or train mm-hmm. uh, because I have a multi-part commute because you can't live anywhere convenient because it's too expensive. Yeah. Um, but I, I would be trying to pick up um, alternately Japanese or mm-hmm. more American sign language, ASL vocab. Yeah. Um, and doing those on the, on the bus was useful. And so I put stuff like that in Habibica and went, Oh, that's all the things I'm doing. Okay. 
what can I get rid of? So I'm not continuing mm-hmm. to add more onto my plate. Yeah. And that, that is an important thing to assess is um, what, what things am I doing that maybe I don't need to do? Right. Yeah. Right. And like conversely doing the thing where taking advantage of ADD and hyperfocus mm. and or how my interests cycle in and out where I go, do I actually feel like doing this? No. Yep. Okay. Well, let's set this hobby aside for now. Let's move the next thing. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Um, conversely, I mean, mm. there's always stuff that I don't want to do like laundry. Yeah. Like that's kind of going to happen. But if I can work with where my brain and body and spoons and battery capacity is at mm-hmm. and leverage that, of course, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've given up on scheduling specific days for laundry and I'm just like, yeah, the laundry needs to be done. And I have two pairs of underwear left. So now I have a, a distinct deadline mm. on that. Yeah. Yep. That hasn't worked for me. So I've made <laughs> arbitrarily, semi arbitrarily Thursdays yeah. because I'll go to, oh, yeah, there's two pairs of laundry or underwear left. Okay. Let's, oh, the plants need watering. And yeah. then I forgot what I had the thought about two seconds ago. So I've gone, okay. People use, the laundry machine Sunday evening in our apartment, because all mm-hmm. of us are about the same way in terms of we don't really want to do the thing and it right. takes time and the week's about to start. Oh, do I have clothes for work? Yes. So I went Thursday gives me time to fuck up and forget mm-hmm. and go Friday. Okay, let's do laundry now. Yeah. And you're not competing for laundry space. Exactly. Which that was particularly useful when I lived in a dorm building yeah. and had to fight people to the death for dryer and laundry space. Oh yeah, I I had, you know, there's always an apartment building around here with like 12 apartments and one set of laundry machines in the basement or wherever. And it's just, yes, no, we have laundry facilities. No, this isn't laundry facilities. Lies. Yeah. Yeah. And naturally it breaks. And then everyone is going, it broke Sunday when Mm. everyone was trying to do their laundry. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, fortunately mm-hmm. I also, am, uh, because, uh, when I lived in New York, none of the buildings had that. So it was like, I know where all the, now it's just reflective. Is there a laundromat nearby? I know where the one laundromat in town is. And so it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go there. Um, yep. Yep. Which no, is, we ended up yeah. making a priority to get a place with, uh, in, in our case, we got in unit because mm-hmm. of the chemical sensitivity stuff. Yeah. Um, because we can't actually be in a basement where there's someone has used scented dryer sheets. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, that certainly made that easier. Mm -hmm. And I got to no longer keep that information in my brain, Mm -hmm. which is really nice. Yeah. Not storing things in my brain that I don't have to. Yes. Another habit. I actually have that one written down here somewhere. Great. So I am redundant, which is out of brain onto something for later. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> um, next. <laughs> Let's see. Um, trading advice with others. Okay. And this has become somewhere between survival mechanism mm-hmm. and just let's see how we can optimize something and go, ooh, you use that. What is that? That's shiny. Yeah. Um, but the, the trans and queer and deaf community gossip mm-hmm. chain is small and fast and amazing <laughs> in that you can either drop stuff into it really Mm-hmm. You go, oh yeah, I'm dating this person now. And by the end of period of time, the rest of the community knows. It's also, however, very, very useful where you go, oh, I'm looking for a doctor. Who do you go to? And guaranteed, even in a large city like Boston, yeah, there's only one or two places that people go, that's safe. 
mm-hmm. or this is okay, but they've got problems. Mm-hmm. Here are the problems. Yeah. And that has saved my ass more than a few times. That's, and that's good to know. And there's that sort of follows the whisper network uh, mm-hmm. that, that's happening, but, or that's always happening, but it sounds like it's much faster. Yeah. 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 It's it's been something that's worth tapping into if you are basically anything except cis white dude. Which, sorry, that's me. I know I'm the problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's Reddit and uh, yeah. Slack for for places to spend. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I have one uh, Slack that's nothing but sysadmin and and DevOps types, and it's it's a valuable community because I can roll over and ask a question in the, you know, in the configuration management channel about something I don't know. And nobody says, man, you should know that you're stupid. They're just like, oh yeah, here's how I solve that problem. Or here's where Mm. the documentation is for it. So, uh, you know, the supportive communities are out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Clearly I need to go find that one too. (laughs) I'll send you a link. It's, it's called hang ops. And, uh, I, I keep the, the thing open. I spent a lot of time just watching the cry party and happy party channels because <laughs> there, but for the grace of God, go I on the cry party. And sometimes I have things to celebrate. Mm. And so I share, we all do. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely better than asking the work hangout where I go, this thing is happening. It is weird. I have mm. tested X, Y, and Z. Any ideas? Yeah. And you just get crickets. Actually, at, at Elastic, we're very supportive on our Slack channels about that same sort of thing. If I say, I'm seeing this, someone usually has either seen it or knows what the problem is. It's been amazing. That's lovely. Absolutely. And then when you come up with something that no one's seen before, they're all very interested in it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's always the best when mm-hmm. I, I go into places either, it's mostly happened IT-wise mm-hmm. or medically or around art stuff where I go, this thing, and they go, that's weird. And you go, oh, jackpot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, next on the list. Trading next advice. on the yeah. list. Um, basically, just the, the if it's not accessible, burn it down. Um, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. In the literal sense of why on earth are you designing things this way? Larger society. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. But also in the smaller way of this is the way I am. And mm-hmm. I have been figuring out the way I am for the past 20 something years. It's some ways, in some ways, it's probably not going to change or it's going to just be the way it is. I may as well roll with it. Yep. And then doing a lot of guessing and Mm -hmm. then educated guessing and then tweaking the details. Um, I I didn't transition and come out of queer and Mm -hmm. not have learned that if something doesn't work for me, it it doesn't basically, it's not going to mean that it's my fault if it's not working. Mm Mm-hmm. I could certainly try harder to have been a cis woman, but it really didn't work out for me. <laughs> yeah, it d- 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 didn't co- quite work out. So, yeah. <laughs> and in retrospect, I'm going, I am a happy non-binary camper. This is working out well. Great. Good yeah. job, me. But it does mean that, that there are some things that you, you have to adapt for or th- where there are greater accessib- accessibility needs. Um, and I know right. accessibility is something we all need to be doing more of. Mm-hmm. Especially on the IT side, especially on the design side, there's there's oh, yeah. so so much further to go. And uh, I, I heard a talk once, and I can't remember who it was from. I think it was Open Source One Hundred and One about designing for accessibility first. Right. 
yeah like stuff like universal access which is a really mm-hmm. cool uh, not theory but yeah way of approaching things has been really lovely to learn about and also mm-hmm. spend a lot of time shrieking at my job because i'm one of the few visibly disabled people right who work there going why did you mount the phone at head height mm-hmm. for one there's the americans with disabilities act that yeah. is as old as i am ish <laughs> um why did you decide to mount a phone at head standing height Mm -hmm. when there's laws telling you not to? And then there's also other things where I go, if it's using color and only color to tell you a thing, why are you using this? And most people go, Oh, I didn't think of this. Mm -hmm. And I go, yes. And also fix it. So yeah, accessibility. It's a, it's a big deal. Uh, And more people need to pay attention to it. Yep. 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 There's Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so much time where I go, I, I cannot deal with this. Mm-hmm. This door hurts me precious because I literally can't open it because it's too heavy. Yeah. And it takes me three years, uh, the, really the company three years to go, maybe we'll install a door open button on the lobby of the building because we might actually be concerned someone might sue. Yeah. And I go, oh, thank you. Yeah. Great. Oh, great. Now I can yeah. open a door. <laughs> I, th- I think my, my company is pretty sick of hearing me do the thing, but yeah. it, this is a bone I'm not about to drop. No, and I, um, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you, you've had 30 years to learn what these laws are mm-hmm. that honestly haven't changed a ton unless someone in politics is going, why do we even need that lever? Let's get rid of it. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, mm-hmm. on, the, on the personal end of things, mm-hmm. it's learning to be okay with needing to use the things I need to use. Um, I always appreciate that Universal will talk about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, better living through chemistry. Yeah. Using the stuff you need. And in my case, it's been a lot of, let's just learn to be okay getting stared at because I'm a weird-ass human and I do weird-ass <laughs> things. Um, for some, it's like, let's think about brain meds, PT, mm-hmm. just the regular maintenance, preventative maintenance type stuff that I was talking about earlier. Yep. Um, and for, for me and others, it's, if I need to stim, like I've been playing with a clothespin all, all yeah. chat, um, I'm just going to do the thing, find something that's relatively mm-hmm. unobtrusive because I don't want to, you know, distract other folks with my let's play with a thing. Yeah. Um, if I can't deal with a specific type of fabric, I'm going to look at optimizing my clothes a little bit differently yeah. because that is just what I need in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Relying on music to set the mood and pace of what I do, relying on, you know, realizing that I really do need to rely on my community and building out my own community and family. Right. Making that happen instead of going, well, shit, my parents aren't being helpful or supportive. Yeah. Let's maybe do less of focusing on that and more of going, I have a lovely partner and mm-hmm. they have a lovely partner and we have a lovely house together. Let's focus on that. Everybody wins, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Ooh, there's a, there's going to be so much to unpack. I, I, I love it though. I love it. Uh, pros and cons of being a intersectional isn't the right word because I've learned I'm using that word wrong, but multi identifying Mm -hmm. person, multifaceted, multifaceted. There we go. Yes. That's a good English word. Like a, like a gemstone, multifaceted. Right polished and cut to perfection okay not even a little bit. <laughs> functionally so make sure you get some interesting reflections there you go um 
Okay, so uh, what's next on the list? Well, that that was the end of it, amazingly enough. Wow. So and <laughs> so that makes this next one uh, maybe easy. I but I can't begin to guess. And that is, how do you decide <laughs> what to do first in a given day? Depends on the context I'm in. Okay. Because I've done a lot of compartmentalizing mm-hmm. context. Um, because it makes it easier to decide what I need to do next. And also yeah. in a take a step back kind of way, how gay can I act at work before I get in trouble? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to start yeah. talking about, you know, medical problems mm-hmm. uh, in business US because people are going to go, you're a crazy person. And I'm going to go, yes, I am. Yeah. And then I try to move on and they can't mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keeping various portions of my life separate has actually mm-hmm. been helpful in the organizational place. But at work, the nice thing is there's a pile of tickets that comes in and I go, what's next? Oh, look, a new ticket. And awesome. I think that's, that's the nice thing about ticketing systems. And uh, when you're ticket driven is you always oh, yeah. know what to do next. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. for me, a lot of the time, because I am the bottom of the ladder in terms of the hierarchy <laughs> at work, um, I'm going to have to pick up, whatever ticket comes in next. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I should pick it up a little faster and snappier if it says urgent or time sensitive. Right. Uh, fortunately, I'm not the person who gets a call at 4am when someone in Europe is having an internet meltdown or right. whatnot. That's, that's boss boss. But mm-hmm. um, I, I know to go, Oh, it's flagged red in my inbox or mm-hmm. it has not gone to the multiple inbox that go all the tickets go to unless they're marked as urgent or time sensitive. Right. I should right. take a look at that. And then I get to play the fun game of, oh, wow, that's a complicated puzzle. You forgot your laptop and phone in one fell swoop in your bag on the train mm-hmm. in the Netherlands, and you need a replacement. And, oh, boy. Yeah, and now we get to go through the whole rigmarole of disabling accounts and resetting, mm-hmm. and yep, yep, yep. Yep. Thankfully, all of that is fairly logical. What yeah. I really need to know what to do next is when to escalate when it's mm-hmm. beyond my skills. Um, which you end up learning pretty fast. Yes. Hopefully, oh, yeah. how to not dig a deeper hole when you're going, mm, I don't know, I could press this button that I'm not sure, but maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, but I like yeah. pressing the shiny button that I shouldn't press. The one that says no. Or, Well, actually, my coworker got um, the buttons that you can flip up the thing over the buttons. Yeah. So all of us were spending time, just that that piece of plastic. So all of us spent a bunch of time clicking with them, and that was really fun. But Right up until they broke, right? Right, right. Yep. And then it was like, okay, well, back to the fiddle cubes, because mm-hmm. those are fun stem toys, and back yes. to the tickets, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So what um, about let's, not at work? Not at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at work. I do a lot of... Let's measure my spoons mm-hmm. and then see how urgent this is. Um, basically, tasks that are utterly necessary for myself, like mm-hmm. sleep and food and whatnot. Um, tasks that other people rely on me for mm-hmm. that they can't do for themselves. In this case, for me, it's mostly pets because I do not have any children. Um, so, you know, if the dog could try to feed himself without my help, but I mm-hmm. don't know that I'd like the after effects of that when he tried to eat the couch or the yeah. plastic bin his food's in. Um, I know it well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, the cat might just shriek her ear off, but thankfully we don't let them escalate past the, please feed me, I haven't been fed in three centuries, oh God. Um, yeah. yeah, everything else turns into what do I have the spoons or battery capacity mm-hmm. for? Um, and then it's 
more fun and not necessary stuff. And then the fluff where I go, I've, you know, I've done most of the things I needed to do, which really rarely Mm -hmm. happens, but let's just fucking have some fun and watch silly baking TV show or video games or whatever it is. I'm very fond of silly baking TV show. Oh yes. I haven't seen British Bake Off stayed just as good. Almost. I, I haven't watched the latest season yet. But I keep being told I have to because someone has a strong independent chicken, and everybody was like, "Have you watched this yet for the strong independent chicken?" So worth worth watching. I I'm sure I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of home stuff, mm-hmm. unless I'm having a really bad body or brain day, I tend mm-hmm. to go through that. If mm-hmm. there's a no, this is happening right now, and you have no choice, go sleep for 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going to do that first. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's talk about advice. You you talked about being able to get advice or give advice from the the your your community just quickly, right? So right. but overall, what would you say the best advice you've been given or have have given out has been? I I pulled together you'll be grateful a slightly shorter list than the, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the habits I have. Um, cause that was, this was one question I had to chew over every time I'd listen to the, the, the other episodes you've done, yeah. I'd be like, what do I have something? Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up collecting a few things that I, I find myself repeating a lot. Yeah. Um, th- this first one is the, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yes. Um, both for work and personal life. Um, and this is one of those, I'm learning how to be a better human post terrible mm-hmm. trauma things. Um, but also just useful for boundary setting where yeah. I have to re- remind myself, this isn't my problem to deal with. We don't have to. Yep. Uh, it's, and, uh, when you have the responsibility gene, which I apparently do, you, you find yourself like seeking out that there's a problem right here and you know, you can fix it, but it's not your place to fix it. Ursula has had to right. hold me back a couple times on stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. And like asking other people, I've had to learn this one the hard way Mm -hmm. where I've gone, do you want advice Mm -hmm. or do you just want to rant? Yeah. And depending on how someone responds, that'll teach them something sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it will also be very helpful to me where I go, okay, I don't have your consent to give you stuff. So I'm going to not give you advice. Yep. Talk to me about whatever shitty thing is happening now. Yeah. Now I know I don't have to weigh in on it. I just have to nod and uh, and make sympathetic noises. Everybody wins. Right, yeah. right, which works so much better. Consent is amazing mm-hmm. in so many ways. Yeah, um, learning how to say no yes. is another that kind of goes hand in hand with that. Um, I've learned variants on that where I have learned to say no, not right now, or no, I mm-hmm. will get back to you in unit of time or later this week. Yeah, um, and that's been both useful to me, very like in personal land and mm-hmm. also work land. But um, yeah, this is this is a lot of personal growth that's being funneled into there because yeah. in many situations I've been in both trigger warning, sexual assault, all the way mm-hmm. through, you know, regular work situation to less great work situation. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to say no is a thing you unfortunately internalize and turn into. That's an option when you re-encounter it again. Yeah. So learning how to use that has been really critical. Yeah. And I think that that is something that societally we've been really bad at just in general. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Especially if someone is presenting a female. 
there's yep. a whole cultural thing around you must be pleasing. You must you you're not you're not allowed to say no, as it were, and it's it's a terrible thing. Yeah, terrible sometimes thing. very yeah. literally, mm-hmm. and sometimes as subtle as have you noticed the last time you took like how much space you were taking up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I talk to a lot of mostly cis men, and I go, "When was the last time you thought about this?" Mm. Many of them have gone. Wait, that's a thing people think about. Yeah. And I go, yes, if I used up too much elbow space, I would get aggressively elbow dueled out mm-hmm. of my spot on an airplane or whatever it was. Which yeah. Oh, yeah. Gets to be fairly laugh worthy, but when you look at it and you go, oh, mm-hmm. well, shit. <laughs> And and really, the the prime example of that is the man spread on public transportation, on park mm-hmm. benches, on all of it. Um, just and I keep wanting to say, guys, you you can move it. You don't have to make space for it. You can move it out of the way. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And like it ends up affecting folks in a way of mm-hmm. you know how much airtime is my female colleague taking up? Yeah. How can I support her as an ally for someone mm-hmm. who, by all accounts, reads as I pass as male in the rest of the world, mm-hmm. which gives me a lot of privilege and a lot of safety yep. as a human? But how can I support my coworkers mm-hmm. and the people in my life who do not pass as male in giving them that airtime? Right. Or, you know, aren't white. Or, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have so much privilege as a white person. Yeah. How do I use that privilege in X, Y, and Z ways? Um yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there, and most people don't spend a ton of time unpacking their privilege and the space they take up in the world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of boundary setting, mm-hmm. the thing I have learned, having slowly edged myself away from people who are toxic and terrible and abusive in my life, mm-hmm. is going and learning. Funny enough, how most people who aren't assholes or abusive respond to boundary setting. Be it, I don't feel like that right now, or no, I, I don't want to hug, or yeah. whatever it is. People who aren't giant assholes go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Which, once that sort of palette of, of you know responses changes from mostly, why are you asking for this? Or I'm not going to stop that. Or you're being weird. Mm-hmm. You suddenly realize, oh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. People are listening to me. That's great. <laughs> Huzzah. Celebrate that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not my circus, not my monkeys. Learning how to say no. Learn how to say no. Um, uh, what's, what else have we got on the advice? This is one that mm-hmm. has come over from IT, and I think I've mentioned it a couple of times as we've mm-hmm. been chatting which yeah thank you for bearing with me as oh, i yeah. ramble endlessly um don't escalate something until you really need to yes yep um and this is again relevant for my brain weasel anxiety having mm-hmm. where i go do i need is this a flag for concern and i've found it really helpful to have people where i can go hey have you experienced this mm-hmm and if it's someone with a parallel experience of the world, so when I was presenting and identifying as female, going, mm-hmm. hey, female friend of mine, 
Have you ever experienced this when a dude just keeps talking over you and then someone else in the meeting says the exact same thing you said 20 seconds ago and the entire room goes, oh, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. And then suddenly you want to strangle someone mm-hmm. and the person goes, yeah, you go, oh, that's validating. Thank you. Yeah. Which helps with the maybe I do need to escalate this. Let's figure out how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, <clears throat> this is going to sound really bad, but it was something that was something I had to unlearn. Mm hmm. You know, because uh, it's it's ingrained into into uh, us cis white males as as being you know oh it's perfectly acceptable and so it was something I had to unlearn uh, because it was not polite or the nice thing to do and I you know have been trying to spend time to not be that asshole. <laughs> Right, yeah. right. And even if I find myself going as I'm talking, mm-hmm. this thing and this thing, and I realize I'm describing exactly what my coworker said, I'll finish my sentence with as coworker said. Yeah. And people that redirects people right back to the person who said it originally. Mm-hmm. If I'm a little ahead of myself, I'll go as coworker said, blah, 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 <laughs> because I realize I'm in a setting where, for whatever reason, this is an actual example, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, the contractors who are helping us build out a new floor that mm-hmm. we're then going to this location and setting all the networky tech stuff up. Yeah, yeah. They were refusing to talk to my coworker who's female. Mm-hmm. And I kept on having to go, you should be talking to the person next to me. Right. Who is for all intents and purposes, my boss on this trip. Yep. Redirecting is an amazing tool. Oh yeah. All right. Don't escalate something until you need to. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, we kind of touched on this, but making mm-hmm. space for others. Yes. In terms of a, a privilege awareness thing or mm-hmm. learning as you learn what your privilege actually is and what power superpowers you have in the world, yeah. um, both for the, the privilege area of it and mm-hmm. also just for yourself. Um, yeah. You can be a person with privilege and also make sure you're making space for yourself. Yeah. In terms of this is a work opportunity I might need. So instead of me going, oh, this new job I'm thinking of applying for, I don't know that I really qualify, but maybe I do. But mm-hmm. no, this is the space I can take up yeah. and try to unlearn some of that. If I'm not perfect fit for this, I shouldn't go for it. Uh, and it's so tough in tech. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next on your list? Um, do what I need when I need it. Yep. I think I already have that one earlier. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a value that has to keep coming up because yeah. of the, I've never rarely had the space to do that. Um, taking folks, it's face value. Conversely, mm-hmm. when they say they need a thing, you don't yep. go, but can't you just stand on your tiptoes to reach the thing? Mm-hmm. Because then you end with, you know, chronic shoulder injuries and whatnot when you haven't listened to someone, you yeah. know how this goes. Oh, I know how this goes. Yeah. Oh, I know how that goes. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, and the, the other two I had written down mm-hmm. were be direct, which gets yourself around some really unfun gaslighting and triangulating, which yep. I don't know that I need to go into a ton because I've talked about this a little <laughs> bit. But uh, yeah, and then yep. make it accessible or burn it down. Yeah, I like that one. I believe there are shirts with that on there. I'm about to, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to start like adding that to like, work slack channels i highly recommend Mm -hmm. finding um and looking at some of the since i spend most of my time on twitter it's going to be Mm -hmm. twitter but uh some of the disability twitter hashtags Mm -hmm. that get circulated around um 
So some of the most pertinent ones that I can think of off the top of my head are doctors or dickheads. Well, that's no surprise. It's a mixture of stuff, not just disability Twitter. Yeah, yeah. A really good feel for this is an issue I've run into. Guess what the doctor said? You're fine. When in fact it was X, Y, and Z. Oh yeah. Serious thing. Um, another useful one that I have had a lot of learning around has mm. been uh, abled's are weird, <laughs> which will give you the range from this is the thing, basically just talking about this is my mm-hmm. experience as a disabled person. Guess what silly thing someone said to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then crypt the vote as a more political focused. I like that one. Oh, just it's a really good one. Yeah, just in general. Um, I, I have a friend who is uh, tweeting often uh, with the uh, actually autistic hashtag, mm, yep. which is, which is uh, you know, if you don't understand what people who are high-functioning autistic or not, um, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to follow along with. Oh, I didn't realize... How can I change my behavior? Right. 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 And like, yep. what labels do people mm-hmm. use around being on the spectrum? Yep. Because yep. even high low functioning is so problematic. And yeah, or at least it's it it's such a broad term that it's you know it's it's it there's practically a rainbow of uh, presentations for autism. There oh, yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. As someone who's somewhere on that spectrum, mm-hmm. there's there's a breadth of stuff. And yeah. Twitter has been sort of taking a step back to, to more general. Twitter has been amazing in terms of the, I need to learn this thing as someone who is not this identity. Yeah. We're learning what being this identity is. Mm-hmm. Let me go metaphorically sit, shut up and listen for a while. Yeah. And this has been something that's been amazingly valuable in terms of finding the advice I'm looking for that I mentioned earlier, or also being like, I'm a white person. Mm-hmm. What the hell do I know about what it's like being a person of color? Nothing. Yeah. Let's go find that online and sit and listen. I'm going to add, shut up and listen to the advice column. Yep. If that was the next thing on your list, I'm going to laugh my ass off. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are you ready for the next two questions? Ready. All right. And I still need to update the webpage because I'm I'm now reversing them because the majority of people want to do this one first and the other one last. Um, how do you deal with failure when you miss a goal? Um, usually there's a lot of feelings that happen. Uh, sometimes I have to go, what on earth is, you know, are my feelings right now? Mm-hmm. Which... Sometimes I have to do the, okay, uh, I need to rant in writing for a while, or I need to go find, mm-hmm. find a human and be like, ah, this thing is happening. Oh my God, it mm-hmm. failed or ah, nothing will ever be good again. Yeah. Help. Um, but the, the long and short version of it is step away, take a moment, mm-hmm. take what I need. I've always had a really bad temper, which is possibly why going on testosterone didn't turn me into a giant rage monkey because I was already <laughs> kind of very hair trigger temper. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Doing martial arts has been really, really helpful mm-hmm. because I get to go, Oh, this class is punching bags. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. t- take that moment, mm-hmm. 
short to long, whatever it looks like, I need to just step away so I Mm -hmm. don't run my mouth, say something I will regret. Um, Apologize and make changes. If Mm -hmm. I fucked up, if I said something racist, sexist, whatever that reinforces shitty boundaries, I used ableist language. Um, Yeah. Makes me think about the words I'm using and what I said and what I did. Um, See and be explicit about what changes I need to be making. Be it, I said the thing. I'm going to learn about why saying that thing or doing that thing was a mistake and then see about changing that. And if it's yep. just for me, sometimes I'll go, okay, that, that was a mess. Let me see mm-hmm. if I can fix that. But most of the time when I fuck up, other people are going to be involved. Yep. And even if I lose my temper at the dog and go, no, shut up and sit, could just for one second, mm-hmm. I'm still going to apologize and say, I'm sorry, I lost my temper at you, dog. Yep. You didn't deserve that let's maybe have some playtime now, or I'm going to step away. Partner human, could you please manage the dog? He's a little much for me. Yeah. And then I'll come back to it. Cool. Um, If I notice I'm missing something or Mm -hmm. sick or struggling in some ways, Mm -hmm. I'll try to note them for next time. Ideally before I hit a larger breakdown, be Mm -hmm. it in the moment where I, I just, just too much. I need to step away for a moment. I'm going to have a meltdown. Um, but either mm-hmm. ways look for course correction and sometimes start from zero Yeah. to say, well, this art project was garbage. We're done. Mm-hmm. Let's find a new piece of paper. Yeah. And I, I think there's, there's something interesting about noting down the conditions. It's often, there's a lot of talk about the, the, if you're uh, ADHD, the need for stimulation, but people don't realize that there's also a tipping point where it goes to overstimulated and you melt down. Right. Yeah. Right. And if I'm also having a day where I am very itchy because mm. surprise, I was milked in some way in yeah. my food intake over last weekend. <laughs> and then I realize, oh dear, I'm also sick. Mm-hmm. That means I should, by now, having practiced a lot at this, mm-hmm. I should have a guess that maybe I'm going to be grumpy and itchy and I should yeah. scale some of this back. And then maybe sometimes you don't, and that's okay. You learn for next time, right? Oh, goodness. Yeah. So the final question, the fun question. Well, okay, technically the next to last question, but you know. Um, We got there. We got there. Yeah, we got there. Um, Do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how? Yes. Caveat, I'm a depressed human with a longstanding friendship with depression. Yeah. Um, This is often something I struggle with. Mm -hmm. Um getting having now had years of therapy as a (laughs) habit i keep as much as i can afford really but ideally weekly on the dot Mm -hmm. um it's helped me try to build some of the celebration into my life daily basically as often as possible um sometimes as a part of self-care if i do not have the spoons to Mm -hmm. go out and make a day of it and be like oh you know it's been a long week let's go enjoy some non-dairy milkshake or a a Mm -hmm. small food treat or some shopping or if i don't have the money or time or spoons for that um i'll make it a part of Mm self-care be like okay i need to use this skincare stuff because my skin hates the world and Mm -hmm. me and everything in between um maybe i'll use some of the more expensive stuff Mm -hmm. cool yeah i'll i'll try to give myself moments of quiet Mm -hmm. Just I'm super introverted, so sometimes it's just we're gonna take a day and sleep in because this is a reward. That's fair. That's a great yep. idea, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, spending time with the folks mm-hmm. I love, 
or letting myself do the stuff I love. Cause it's super easy to get into the mindset of like, I haven't gotten to all the tasks on my to-do list and I'm going mm-hmm. and I'm going and I'm going. Um, but being able to try and end on a good note at the end of my day and going, yeah. okay, that was the last task. We're tearing up this piece of paper that you had the 10 tasks or that Asana check. Well, let's just mm-hmm. close that and go, yeah, we're going to, we're going to play Stardew Valley for a little bit and right. just not think of anything except those lovely pixels on your screen. Yep. Uh, lately for me, it's been uh, mobile lemmings. So yeah, I understand mm. completely. Yeah. That's everything. Awesomeness. Yeah. We did it. We did it. So where can we find you online? Where if, can you find me online? Yeah. Um, if you, might, if you want to share, most... if you don't want to share, that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely can. Um, I am on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two accounts. One is my, I'm going to yell about life and activism mm-hmm. uh, account. So mixed bag of everything at Fleetfoot Fox. Okay. Um, and I will happily give you that spelling. Um, the other is Fleetfoot Fox Arts, plural. Um, and that Twitter account is just the art because I recognize not everyone wants to hear my shrieking about how the bus is late. And this is the third bus that was too full to stop. They just want to see the pretty pictures. Basically, yeah, that's that's yeah. why I made that there. Yeah. And uh, is there a DeviantArt or a website or something where we can just go and browse the art? <laughs> the the deviant art still exists, but I will not tell you where it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fox is the Instagram. Okay. And that that's where I've put all of my less shamefully old pictures because I've been on deviant art since I was, I want to say maybe 12, 14. I don't know. Pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, probably as long as Ursula was, but she started later, I think. <laughs> Yep. It was a lot of my community when I was younger and yeah. doing the thing where I was in Singapore talking to most of the people in the US and not sleeping a lot. Yeah. That happens. That happens. Oh yeah. No, I got me for some really rough times as a teen, but awesome. the internet is a good place. Even when it's a cesspool, it can still be a good place. And I think that's uh that's the key. Somehow. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It was absolutely fantastic. And uh, for the people listening at home, we'll be right back after this. had such a great time talking to Jake and uh, Jake did tell me that they had a great time talking to me. So that was exciting. And a good time was had by all. Yes. And there's been the, the occasional poking back and forth at Twitter uh, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's it for, for that. Uh, just so much packed into that interview. And despite the occasional technical difficulty where I have to stop recording and restart because it was on the other machine with the bad, weird drive right thing um so it was getting a little frustrating but kind of smoothed it out and and hopefully the edits aren't that noticeable they're probably terribly noticeable it's all right dear Mm -hmm. you did your best yes 
So, Believe me, if they're sticking around as long as this is 120 whatever episodes, six, 126. They've uh, they've come to expect a certain amount of cludging in the. Uh, There've been it's it's. I like to think it's gotten progressively better. If it hasn't, y'all don't tell me. <laughs> Spare uh, our tender egos. Yeah, something like that. If you would like to pay for our tech or our tender egos, uh, there are ways to support the podcast, which you can all find at the website. And we're not going to go through them here because it's tiresome when people beg for money. If uh, you have lots of money burning a hole in your pocket, there are a lot of worthy charities who are looking for money this time of year. Highly recommend your local food pantry, native seed search, and uh, you can hardly ever go wrong with the Alongside Wildlife Foundation. Yes. And everybody's screaming now because you went straight to sponsors before I said the badge code. Oh, well, okay. Mia yeah. culpa. All uh, right, please write your angry emails to Kevin, who will not read them to me. <laughs> I will totally read these to her. <laughs> Dang it. But anyway, this week's badge code is Jake's handle on most social media, Fleetfoot Fox. Uh, and so just punch that in uh, on the webpage where it says badge code, and there's a whole how-to, and you can pick up the badge for this week's episode, which is groovy. I, I Part of the thing I enjoy most every week is picking out the image and, and setting up the badge. I have a question. Yeah? Has the badge code ever been, ooh la? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> well, now I'm... I don't know what to do with that. You have stumped me. <laughs> I have I'm stumped. In, in, in the immortal words of Teenage Negasonic Warhead, I'm in a box here. <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite character in the first Deadpool. Still have to see the second one. And on that note, folks, um, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for uh, just being you and all your support. Share it with your friends. I've been seeing stuff go by on that. And have a good week. And try to stay productive. And if you don't, it's okay.